three, two, one. Later today, young Tim Dillon will find out whether or not he has the antibodies. Yes, yes. And if I do, I'm going to Wuhan to do a like a fun little video in a wet market <laughs> and eat a bat. If I have the antibodies, it's not... I it's okay. Is it safe? I don't know what this is. Yeah, no one knows. We've never been in yeah. a time where literally nobody knows. I have a string of text messages from uh, Alex Jones. Yeah, like uh, that will uh, change your opinion if you if you smoke enough weed and you don't smoke. Weed. Were you ever a weed smoker? I smoked a lot of weed for a very long time. But were you that's a- when I discovered Alex Jones when I was thirteen <laughs> when I was smoking weed, listening to him on the GCN network. But when you got clean, it wasn't weed that was a problem, right? No, it was the cocaine and yeah. the, the booze and the pills. But weed is always there. I've never been a cocaine user. Yeah. I've never used it, but I do love that Buck Cherry song. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it almost makes you yeah. want to do cocaine. It's a great drug. I mean, don't do it if you're having no. problems. But, but Alex left. I, I haven't even gotten to them because I got the, the it's a real. I changed my phone number not yeah. that long ago. Right. And I change it every few months now. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Do you get random texts from just anybody? Oh, yeah, random. Yeah. Yeah. But this. This is, these are all all these are voicemail messages and look at all these videos he sent me to watch and all these websites. He's convinced yeah. that it's a weaponized uh, virus that leaked from a lab. Well, there's a lot of people that are saying that in Wuhan, obviously they have that lab, right? Yes. That whether it's a bio defense or bio research laboratory, there's something there, something's there, something in Wuhan where the disease is. Somebody originated. said. Now this is kind of convincing that maybe there were people set backdoor selling the animals that they were experimenting on to wet markets. Like if you're broke oh, and you're a guard at the Wuhan lab, you're like, hey, I'm just selling bats and dogs. For extra money, and he sold maybe one of the wrong ones, and now we have this issue. Really? Where'd you hear that? I mean, that's on the internet, Joe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, well, as long as it's on the internet, I mean, it's there. But I mean, ev- but now every theory has as much weight as any other theory. Right now, right now, yeah. Well, because there's everything's... some legit scientists that are actually like one of the things they found out is that the origins of the virus in New York City it comes directly from Europe. Apparently, they can tell that. Interesting. Somehow. Yeah, find I have out, no Jamie, idea. Find out how they can tell. Do they trace it back to like patient zero? With like no, the first part? I don't oh, think they so. Don't do that? I don't okay. think so. Uh, they do some sort of tracing, right? Because that's the new. Yeah. I just topic love of Google and yeah. Apple working together to get tracing software. See, that's that's what scares me. We we talked about that the other day. If you have to have everything on your phone, like yeah. showing that you're positive, yeah. and be, you know, you have to have a phone everywhere. You have a car. You have to take out your car that you're positive to get into Applebee's. Yeah, Adam Curry you have antibodies sent me this this whole thing saying this is why I have a flip phone. You know, Adam, yeah, you know Adam Curry, yeah. the, the original Podfather, and he's saying that he won't, he won't do it. Yeah, most coronavirus cases in New York City can be traced back to Europe, not Asia. Research shows. What is the research though? What does it say? I mean, research tracking spread of coronavirus determined that the virus has been circulating in New York City for a couple of months since before the testing began. Genetic sequencing of virus samples indicates that most of the early cases in New York originated in Europe, not Asia. So it's some sort of genetic sequencing research team studied samples of the virus taken from 91 New York patients. Uh, as viruses evolve during transmission from person to person, their sequences can help research. This is what scares the fuck out of me. Just that statement. As viruses evolve yeah. during transmission, these fucking things, they morph and twist. It yeah. seems like it's almost like a different thing with different people. Like, I was reading about George Stepanopoulos and his, yeah. his wife. He has it. His wife has it. His wife is deathly ill. 
he doesn't feel a goddamn thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, they're, they're also, the media is not helping. No. Because the, there's a lot of, uh, they're circulating these uh, stories that aren't necessarily the truth or they're not like the media will be like coronavirus lives 13 feet away from you. And then you read the article and buried in the article, the they go, well, doctors don't really know if these particles are infectious or so it's like, why do you have an article where the boldface headline is coronavirus 13 feet away, 19 feet away. And then in the article you go, well, you haven't even determined if you can get It's very sick. irresponsible. Yeah. But that's what they do today. Yeah. New, news is strange today because yeah. they're just trying to sell papers or right. not papers. You know, they're trying yeah. to sell clicks. Yeah. They, they want people to pay attention to their articles. So everything's clickbait. Yeah. It's fucking real weird, man. It's and then the other half of that is nobody, the guys who don't believe anything where they're on Twitter, a nurse will put something on Twitter. She's like, you know, uh, you know, it's been a rough day and she's crying. And then the first tweet, a guy's like, liar. It's like, oh my God. Oh my God. There are people that are like, you're a liar. I know what's going on. I'm you're like, you're a conflict actor. Yeah. You're a crisis actor. Oh. Show me the ward. Like, there's people being de demanded oh to get into ERs, you know? They're like, show me the ER. Well, show then, me. It's then like, there's God. TikTok with nurses. See, here's yeah, that's the deal. crazy. Well, here's the deal. There are some places where the hospitals are overwhelmed, and there's some places where the hospitals are empty. You know why? Yeah. Because the world's big. Yeah. Okay? It's just like grizzly bears. Right. You know, if you're like, well, grizzly bears are almost extinct. Go to fucking Wyoming and get eaten. Right. Okay. <laughs> if you're in Wyoming and you're camping, you might get eaten. Right. They're there. Yeah. There's a lot of them in Montana. They're, yeah. They're there. Yeah. But they're not in New York City. But even in a hospital that's not busy, some nurse has got to go, let's not do the TikTok dance today. I don't know. Some nurse has got to go, hey, guys, let's not do the TikTok dance today. Bullshit. Cut them a break. They I don't should know. be able to do whatever the fuck they want. I don't and know, even man. If, even if you're in an empty hospital. Hospital and you're yeah. a nurse, you might deal with a COVID-19 patient. You might get it. You might die. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. it's very bad. I say let them dance. Okay. They, All right. They, I don't know. I don't know. Balloons to puff their asses. Well, out. this is what I mean. That? I mean, this is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably COVID patients dying while they're doing that. You know? Maybe not. Though. I don't know. Who Maybe knows? Not. That's possible too. Somewhere I don't know what to dying. believe. I'm. 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 I don't know. One day I wake up. I go. This virus is fake. The next. <laughs> <laughs> the next day I wake up, I go, I'm going to die today. So I don't know what to believe. You know when it gets me? In yeah. the middle of the night. In the middle, middle of the of night. Because I'm a moron, and uh, I like to drink a lot of water before I go to bed. Yeah. I'm like an asshole. Okay. So uh, I'll wake up at like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'll convince myself I don't have to pee. I'm like, yeah. please, just stay in bed. Yeah. And then I get up and piss like a racehorse. And yeah. while I'm peeing... Then I start thinking, like, what if it changes? What if it gets worse? What if yeah. it becomes like the H1N1 flu? What if it, you know, it, it becomes as deadly as one of these horrific flus, but transmits the same way that this one? What, what if it, you know, I started running well, all these scenarios. Well, in it's interesting. It's like, I also think about, and I'm not saying the virus is, is not organic. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, people say it could be man made, but look at the world before this happened, right? You had the yellow vest protests in France. Right. You had the Hong Kong protest. You had a lot of populist movements, a lot of uprisings in first world countries like France. You saw things happening that you didn't see before. And after the virus, you know, after this has gotten bad, now that's impossible. I mean, I you can't protest. You can't do anything now. You can't leave your house. Yes. Yeah. But I think it's way more likely that yeah. what we're dealing with is a, just a virus. Sure. And that sure. this is the consequences of the virus is that things are getting locked down. What, yeah. what, what's really bothering me is uh, this idea that 
once you get control of people that they're not going to let go that if if they start taking away civil liberties if they start moving you through checkpoints when you want to travel yeah. and you have to and you're on your car you have to wait and they have to you know scan you or check your temperature like that stuff. I mean, are they going to let that go once a, a vaccine gets through? No. I mean, it's like nine eleven. All of that is still left in place, right? All the, the all the Patriot powers, Act. yeah, all the powers that the federal government gave themselves after nine eleven have only been expanded in the years since. Obama only expanded Bush era, yeah. you know, executive power, and he's been able to do. And now everybody's like concerned now, but it's like the time to be concerned was probably a long time ago, you yeah. know, because now these things have become so big. And so Orwellian, like, I mean, you know, but yet this is going to be a problem. Do you, I think it'll be possible that you won't be able to get into maybe a sporting event or a concert without walking through like some type of infrared sensor that detects if you have a fever. Yeah, for sure. You know, they're going to, well, they're doing it in China. In China, yeah. they're, they're testing your temperature. The fever gun. Yeah, they have a little gun and test your forehead. And if you have a temperature, they put you uh, in, a, in a, they cremate you. They cremate you yeah. and put you in an urn. So it's a good way to get the virus when it's young. Did you see the protests that they did have where the people were uh, protesting because they're building a crematorium near them? No. Oh, here. I'll That's hilarious. It yeah, it's, it's dark. I mean, it's dark. It's so dark. they don't want a crematorium near them. Well, it's not that. They, they're protesting for a bunch of reasons, but the real concern is that they're killing people that have the disease. Yeah. The real concern is that they're lying about the number of people they're that definitely died from lying. the disease. Like only yeah. 3,000 people died from the disease. 200,000 had it, but right. we killed them. Right. <laughs> they're done. Right. 10 million had it, yeah. but they're, they're in an urn. You got it? Well, oh, okay. the, the 21 million cell phone thing was spooky. Locals protest against cremation of doc. No, that's not it. No, no, there's a, a crematorium here. I'll, I'll send it to you. Give me, just give me a second. Do, 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 do. China's efficient. Though. Here's the thing with China. They're an efficient country. And they're not emotional. No. And they get Efficient's things done. That's a weird way of putting it. Well, it's, I'm putting a positive spin on it. Yeah. But I'm sure that, you know, listen, there are negatives to that level of efficiency. Here, Jamie, I'm sending it to you right now. Okay, Protests break out in China you. last month over crematorium plans in Maoming. Yeah, Chinese riot police fire tear gas and beat up protesters at Guangdong province. <sighs> have you ever been there? You ever did shows there or anything like that? No, but I have gone through the airport in Taiwan, which yeah. uh, they, won't, they won't admit. is It's like Taiwan is not a part of China, according to them. Right. But China thinks Taiwan doesn't exist. And so the World Health Organization, did you see that whole thing where yeah. the guy wouldn't admit that Taiwan was a place? Right. They were asking him about Taiwan. He's like, I think China's done a wonderful job. She's yeah. like, what about Taiwan? He's like, click, hang right. out, came back. Great. Just, well, we lost you right before we were talking about yeah. Taiwan. He's like, yes, well, let's move on. I think yeah. China's done a wonderful job. Like, <laughs> like they're in the pocket so of China. It's a real country. Yes, yeah. they're in the pocket of China. Of course. For sure. Yeah. But uh, when we were there, what's shocking is... They're accustomed to uh, violating people's space. Right. They just bump into you. I mean, they bump into you the like- people? Yeah, they yeah. walk right through well, you. Well, there's so many of them, yeah. right? They're yeah. used to just walking right through you. But I saw this old lady walk right through my 10-year-old. Just walk right through her really? on, a, on a plane. Just boom. Wow. Knocked her out of the way. My daughter's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> She's got fucked up by and an I, elderly Chinese woman. It was woman. this weird thing. It's like, okay, if this was, if we were in Alabama, I would fucking crack this lady. Right. But here we are it's in China. It's their culture. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, All you right. just got to let it go. It's just how it goes. Just not, being, go. just not being rude is like a part of what they do. This they is just, what they do. They just walk right over people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. That's why China's like, we could stand to lose a few. Yeah, they definitely, you know? well, they definitely have a lower value of people. Yeah. If you have, I mean, that's just makes sense. If there's a billion people, you care about them less. Than, yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much. We don't care, care about the numbers. Yeah, we don't care about people here that much, though. Here? Yeah. You don't think so? No. I mean, not that much. Well, if much. we didn't care about people, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. I know that we're, we do care about people, but we also have, you know, a lot of people going out, exposed, working in, you know, supermarkets, places like that, and we're not doing anything for them. You know, well, they so wear like masks. We, like, what well, are we doing for some them? of them, some of them don't have masks. I mean, I think that like yeah. those people should get paid, uh, you know, holiday pay or extra pay. pay. You know, they should be given the, the correct, the right equipment. They should probably get some, you know, they should probably give them some low interest rate loans. You know, I think this Something... is just a function of the fact that the supermarkets weren't prepared for a pandemic. I don't yeah. think that they don't care, but they're also, I, I think. If you just look at the fact that we shut everything down, well, why did we shut everything down? We shut everything down to protect old people. This is this is the whole idea behind yeah. this. Old people and vulnerable people. Right. And yeah, I know some young people die, but it's a very low percentage. Yes, it's mainly old people. It's mainly old people, and they, they did a thing on California, how many people died. We have a very low number of people that have died. I think yeah. there was something like 30 people died yesterday, Yeah. and that was the high. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. No, it's not. It's and far less most than, of them than were people who would have died had we let everyone out of their houses. Yeah, most yeah. of them were like 65 to 80, and a few of them, like a couple, were 40 to 60. Yeah, which so, that starts to get young. Yeah, that yeah. gets weird. It gets weird. But you gotta, go, you gotta go, okay. High risk category. What happened? Were you on some other medication that yeah. made you vulnerable? Were right. you ill already? Right. You, did you have some sort of a lung disorder? Were yeah. you a smoker? Yeah. A lot of smokers are getting it hard, man. Yeah, I have not, I mean, I don't smoke every day, but I'll have a cigarette occasionally, like outside a comedy store, and now I don't do that at all because I don't want to be, you know, drowning. You know, they yeah. say you feel like you're drowning when you have this. You feel like you're, you, you can't get a breath because you're, yeah. You're dry. I mean, I don't want no cigarette is worth that. Well, that's also I how will you tell die you if cigarettes. If I though. well, that's a good point. But years from now, but if I do have the <laughs> antibody test, if I have antibodies, I will just smoke an entire pack of Marlboro Lights tonight. But I well, wouldn't. listen. See, this is what we were talking about earlier. I, I don't believe that they know whether or not you can catch this thing twice. I know that's true. So, but mostly you know, in China, people yeah. have tested twice. Well, that could have been a false positive on either end, or it could be that you get it again. It's true. Yeah, I don't think they know yet. That's Look, true. If this really is some sort of a man-made concocted virus, maybe that makes sense. Maybe that makes sense that that's why it's acting so weird. It's different in different people. They don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, or maybe it's just a really particular, peculiar virus. Right. You know, and that's why it can come back. Yeah. They don't know, they but don't they know. do know that this. I mean, this is a big NPR article. People are testing positive again, who had been confirmed as negative in Wuhan. I think it, yeah, in China and then Korea, they had a few of those cases. Um, I, I mean, trust the Korean ones way more. Than South the Korea, ones. yeah, the South Korea said fourteen percent or something amount of people seem to have tested positive again, which, <laughs> I mean, which is scary because that could be another strain, or it could be like herpes. It stays it in your just, system and pops out again. Like when your immune system Or if down. we've all had it in five years, we're all going to die. You know, my buddy Justin Wren, he runs this, um, uh, he has this nonprofit charity organization, Fight for the Forgotten. They build wells for the pygmies in the Congo. Yeah. And he got malaria when he was in the Congo. And he got it again. He's got it three times. But he got it one time when he got sick, when he's home. 
He got sick at home, and then the malaria. malaria came back. Oh. It came back. Wow. Yeah. That's so like, fucked. That's fucked. Yeah. So it was like it was somehow or another dormant in his system, and then when his immune system was shattered by whatever cold or yeah. flu he got, the malaria kicked back in again. Is he take, Did he take, take that hydroxychloroquine? I don't know what he took. He's yeah. taking a bunch of different shit, and he actually got really sick. What was that stuff that he said he got sick from, Jamie? It's uh, There's actually... He he actually had toxic doses of this one malaria medication. You're, they've had issues with soldiers and people that are deployed in malaria-infested areas yeah. where they take this stuff and they get this toxic reaction to this stuff. And he had taken much more than they were taking. He had taken a very large dose. And he didn't know that it was like really toxic until. Well, yeah, that drug, the drug uh, hydroxychloroquine, is working. People say that it is. I've talked to doctors that say it is absolutely helping yeah. people, but it's a very serious drug. Yeah. So you have to be careful with it. But they say it's like the Lazarus effect. People are getting up and walking out of hospitals. You know, um, like it is doing that. The that's azithromycin. Nice to think. It's good to think. I mean, yeah. uh, Whitney has some of it in her house. Does she? Yeah, of she does. yeah. She's got it all. Stockpiled. She's got a ventilator. She's killing it. She has a ventilator. She's got two ventilators. No, no I'm she kidding. Doesn't. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get her in trouble. No, she's got she's got the hydroxy. She's got azithromycin. I mean, she's ready. Mm. She's ready to go. But that's the thing. You know, if you've done well and you're successful, you can go out and get all the things. Yeah. You know, that's partially. You know, it's like guys like me are in trouble. But, you know, guys like yourself, you could get a ventilator. I'll hook you up. You could if have I a, a, ventilator, you could have a ventilator immediately almost if you wanted a ventilator. Mm. That's great. I'm, I'm much more concerned with strengthening my immune system. Right. You know, that's what I'm doing. Do you think we take too many over-the-counter medications and that kills our immune system? Well, for some people, they yeah. definitely do. Some people take a lot of antibiotics. Because my like mother growing up wrong. would take Sudafed. She'd take all that stuff. The stuff's terrible for it's you. It's bad for you. Yeah. Well, the, one of the things is ibuprofen. Michael Yo told me that his one of his buddies, who's a doctor, when he was feeling really shitty before they diagnosed him with COVID-19, his doctor said, or this doctor, who's a friend of his, said, take, uh, I believe he said, take three Advil or three uh, three to five, I forget what the number was, every, what, what is it, how many are mil milligrams are they? Advil? milligrams? I don't know. I think he, so, he told them take three every five hours, and he said he immediately got much worse. And I've heard this from many people. Now, I don't know if there's a connection, and I've read that there isn't a connection, but according to Michael Yo, that was when it, it was a tipping point for him, when he started taking ibuprofen. Wow. These non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. That stuff is terrible for you. France said not to take it. France yes. said take acetaminophen. Take the other. Veterans say report on anti-malaria drug. That's right. Mefloquine downplays okay. side effects. See, this is the, uh, that's the stuff that, that Justin took. Yeah, and he took a huge dose of it. And he got really fucked up from that stuff, too. So um, that's, that's what disturbs me, is that. Things could it could it could be a, a virus that stays somehow or another in your body. Yeah, that's creepy. Herpes is a virus, right? I think so. Yeah. How, yeah. You keep that shit for life. You keep it forever. HIV you keep yeah. forever. So these are, yeah. Yeah. Well, HIV, at least your body tests negative. Are they only testing for the antibodies when we take this test? Yes. Okay. Well, they can do the test test if you'd like the test test. They do well, a no, swab. I don't want, they, no, that's don't be scared. Yeah. Come on, bro. I think it would be funny if people were getting debt negative for a corona, but then somebody's like, you do have HIV. 
Like, that would be hilarious HIV's to like me. like, not that big a deal anymore. It's not anymore. a big deal. Yeah, for me, it would be fine. The doctor would be like, it's the healthiest thing about you, HIV. <laughs> I'd be like, AIDS helps you. We'd be like, this is great. AIDS is um, fighting off the flu. Have you had the thing done? AIDS is like, he's mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I had the, the antibody it, done. I don't have it, anything. Is it, okay. I was hoping I had the antibodies, but I, I was- I want the antibodies. Yes. Yeah, I, I was hoping that I had caught it. I want I the antibodies. So then Megan McCain could go to Wuhan, eat a bat. <laughs> eat a bat. That would be fun. <laughs> Could I fly to China? Would I be allowed to fly to China if I had the antibodies? I'm going to Wuhan. You should do a comedy special as Meghan McCain. I'm <laughs> Your whole special Dude, as she'll, Meghan. She's already going to have me killed. So I, 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 I left her alone. She had a pregnancy announcement. I'm like, I'm not going to do a joke about that. God bless. Congrats. She hates me. Do you think she does? Yes, yeah, I know somebody who knows Twitter? her well. She doesn't like me. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> I get it. It's fine. But I, I don't get it. A lot of the people I've made fun of in that sense don't like me. Okay, but yeah. you're not really her. Okay, you're doing a character. That it is, should be that funny. That is true. I agree. But people are very sensitive. We, we live in a very sensitive world. I guess. And I did say she wanted to have sex with her dad. Yeah, but and it was funny. Very funny. Um, but part of that, I think, <laughs> disturbed her. What made her mad, what made her mad is that she told a friend of mine, she goes, I didn't like that he made fun of my weight, which is interesting. Oh, that's hilarious. I said she had a baby with her dad. She didn't care about that. That's but she didn't like. Thing. But you know, a big that's guy a putting a wig on saying, I'm you. It's not, it's not exactly... <laughs> It's not, uh, you know, pause. It's not flattering. That's the word. Yeah, yeah, it's not flattering. But this is what comedy rarely is. But now in a pandemic, everyone's got like uh, the woke shit's got to be over now, right? It's not. It's coming back. The man. woke. It's we're in a pandemic. I understand, but the liberals Jesus. have been home with nothing to do for I a know. month, and then they're firing it they're up. They're writing again. articles like this is a gendered crisis. Oh, Nurses or women. That. It's like, yes, oh I've God, seen that. enough. Yes. Well, Bill Maher went hard in the paint. He uh, did. And, and uh, he was right. He was right. Yeah. He was also not totally right because he, he was defending the use of the term Chinese virus, but really correctly termed it would be the Wuhan virus. Yeah, but everyone knows. Right, right. Everyone knows that it originated in China. Yes, but if you, but if you called it the Wuhan virus, it would be historically accurate. Right, because right. racists who were going to do hate crimes wouldn't know if Wuhan was in China. Like, they would be like, is it no, somewhere else? No, that's what I'm saying. Right. You're generalizing an entire continent or okay. a, an entire country, at least. An yeah. enormous country. It's just a subset, a small section of it that had the virus. Well, it's like the examples they used was like Lyme disease came from Lyme, Connecticut. But if if a, if a, if, a, if something came out of Colorado and it was killing everybody well, in did. China. Rocky Mountain ticks. Would they say in Rocky China, would they call it that in China? Or would they say the U.S. flu, the American bug? I don't know. I'm I mean, a, never you know, to someone in Chinese. I mean, there, there's, it's a way to generalize it. It's sloppy, but listen, this is the way it's been do, done for years. Yeah, but there's a clear reason why. Look, Trump. First of all, they were in heated trade negotiations with China. Right. So he wants to rub it in their face. China. China. Yeah. China. And he also wants to take uh, attention away from the fact that we were not prepared, and he right. knew, and everyone knew. Not only him, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, all of these people, all, even Fauci, all of these guys came out and said, this is nothing to worry about. But Trump is the president. The buck stops with him. He could have ordered tests. He could have been more vigilant and he didn't do it. So I think well, he, they were all yeah. saying not to worry about it. Everyone, the World Health Organization yeah. in January, well, the was CIA saying wrote him does, a memo in January. Yeah. They were saying it does not transmit from person to person. Yeah. But if you listen, if you're skeptical of China and you're skeptical of the W, uh, the World Health Organization, as he's, he's very skeptical of China. But you got to yeah. the World yeah. Health Organization up until then had not been criticized the way it's been criticized now. Of course. But you still have to, I think, if you're 
the president, you're in a leadership position, you have to be like, wait a minute, what are we not knowing? The CIA wrote him a memo saying this could be a big problem. Yeah. I mean, we knew, we were watching it happen for two months in another country. We were mm -hmm. watching this happen in China. And I'm not saying that he could have prevented the pandemic, but like, dude, get the tests. Give them to New York. Give them to certain big areas, you know? Have, scale up the testing. So what do you scale think he did up wrong? The, he didn't scale up the testing? I don't think Isn't he scaled. It? No, he didn't scale up the testing. I don't know if it's, first of all, is it him? Who is he the one who does this? He's the president. If he okay, said, but stop. Yeah, is, yeah. How do, you, do you even know? Like I, when you say he should have done yeah, this, but I think do you even he, know what was possible yeah, to do? Yeah, I think he could. Well, first of all, he could have, the Defense Production Act, which I don't think he's, he could have invoked that after this happened and to force companies to make certain things. Right, but there was yeah. a lot of people that were thinking that this was just going to be like the flu. If the President of the United States said, we need more tests for this, there's, abs there's absolutely we would have had more tests. But do you understand that they didn't even have a test? Yeah, because it's a novel coronavirus. It's a new thing. Yeah, but there were tests in other countries that were being used. I mean, Germany did this, right? Uh, what did they do? They had more testing. They've they kept had their more mortality rates quickly, down. Right? They've had kept their mortality rates down. They think there's a bunch of reasons why Germany kept their mortality rates down. Well, it's down. a very you know the, the culture. But but here's the other thing. They you follow know, rules better. Taiwan did it. South Korea. I mean, now they're having second waves. But like up until recently, Taiwan had very few cases, just right by China. But again, a lot of it was testing. Mm. So I mean, I think the China virus issue helps him deflect from any. And I mean, listen, you you can't go out during a pandemic when nurses are wearing garbage bags and falling down and go, hey, my my press conferences are getting the biggest ratings they've ever. No, gotten. that was the dumbest thing I've ever I seen mean, in my life. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, that's crazy. No, that was just that's crazy. That's crazy. But that's him. He's a he's yeah. a fucking weird guy, man. Yeah. But he also did shut down travel from China. That quickly. was good. That and was people smart. were saying he was a racist. Well, they, yeah. Well, Chuck Schumer should be held to account for that. Yeah. Yeah. They really absolutely. should because that was the correct thing to do. I don't think he could have prevented this. I'm just saying there's got to be a better system than the one we have where states are like bidding mm -hmm. for this equipment. Like there's got to be a way. And that $1,200 stimulus that people are going to get is not helping anybody. No, that's not enough. No. But when you say states are bidding, what are you talking about? I mean, states are, I don't think the federal government has the ability or we don't have the ability to get states equipment. So states are like bidding for it. There's something going on where like a lot of states are going outside the system to like secure their, which part part of their responsibility is to do, but it's just there's got to be a better system going forward. Yeah, well, they, they didn't see this coming. I mean, in yeah. terms of needing ventilators, like you go back to November or December, nobody thought that three months from now the entire country is going to be shut down. And we're going to need ventilators everywhere. No, no, of course not. And we and, yeah. and and some hospitals may not need ventilators, but you got to look at a city like New York, and you got to look at what's happening in China, and you got to go. There's a high population density there. We should probably. We try to shore up some of those hospitals. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, what the hell does you know? But what's isn't it the, the, point? the people who run the hospitals, the administration of the hospitals, isn't their responsibility to make sure that they have PPE in place? The fact these people are wearing garbage bags, they don't have enough masks. Well, I don't think any masks. hospital is prepared for a pandemic. So if you're, well, why don't they? Well, I mean, the hospitals. I, I think certain people have to direct them to do that. Right. right? But if, when you're talking about just masks, how the fuck don't they have a large supply of masks on hand? It's the, not that I don't financially know. prohibitive. I mean, that I don't know. I have no idea. But they know now. But there's got to be some. There's got to be some responsibility. Yeah. Either it might be state government, could be local government, but there's got to be some responsibility. Yeah, somebody fucked up. Somebody fucked up. But it's also a new thing. I mean, yeah. we haven't had to deal with something like this before. Well, we had H1N1. We had swine flu, yeah. right? How'd they we, stop that? I don't know. But that, Bird, that you didn't know Bird seem, had that. Did Bird have it? Yeah, Bird that's had hilarious. It. No, Bird that's almost amazing. died. He said. Really? Well, that's yeah, not funny. Said, Sorry. Yeah, he said he was sick as he's ever been, in constant pain, so he couldn't sleep. 
I don't remember hearing that much about swine flu. About he could have just been drunk. He was probably hammered. He, he probably saw something about swine flu <laughs> as he was passing I out. Think I got it. And he's like, I have, that's why I have swine flu. I got the flu. That's what I have. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, um, I mean, all we're doing is just talking. Yeah. This is the thing. It's like everybody's sort of talking around in circles. Yeah. And we're hoping it gets better. Well, I'm a microbiologist. I tell people I'm a microbiologist, <laughs> you know, now because nobody knows anything, so I can know as much as anyone else. And the governor wants to shut down this state for another month. Today's the 13th, another month and two days, which is kind of crazy. It's not going to happen. I don't know if that'll happen. Well, it, What do you mean? It's, he's the governor. People. People are going to go out. I mean, people get, you know, my friend called me the other day. He goes, hey, man, you want to come to an Easter thing? I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, it's only like 12 people. I'm like, I don't, I don't Coughing think that's. on each other. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and then he sent me pictures of it. It looked beautiful. But, you know, was I'm, it? I'm, it was in Beverly Hills. I'm but mad what if three weeks go. later, half of them are dead? Well, I mean, hopefully they are. Yeah. You know, because I didn't go, so I hope they die. <laughs> I hope they drop I hope dead. I made good decisions. Yeah. I, I look now and I want to choose who dies. I go, I'd like them to go. Who do you choose? Just friends of mine that I've had enough of. Yeah. Just like, people I could, you what, know. What gets you? Is it, you know what gets me? Yeah. When they lie about how well they did on stage? Well, that's like, annoying. Go. That's it's annoying. Go. I had yeah. a good set. I'm like, yeah. I watched a little bit of it. There was a guy in Long Island who used to uh, <laughs> who used to tell us all the time when we were very young at comedy, he'd sit in the green room and he would give us a speech about how to do stand-up. And then he'd go on stage and bomb horribly, and then he'd walk off stage and then look at us, and he would go, they were good. And he would just walk out. Like, he wasn't even there. Some people aren't even there. Yeah. They don't even know what's happening. They don't know if the audience is applauding or not. Well, they put up a shield. They put up some sort of a psychic shield to protect themselves from yeah. reality. Yeah. Mm, not good. The, a lot of people are doing that. But isn't that the case? Like, a lot, the, those, the guys who give the most advice in the green room before they go on stage are the ones who suck the most. <laughs> yeah. It's always the horrible. No, nobody, and I was in sales, nobody who ever made money gave you advice. They just walked by you like you didn't exist. Everyone who sits <laughs> down, it's true. Everybody who's making money walks by you like you're not real. When 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 somebody starts bullshitting, like in sales, I used to give people advice. I would close no deals. I'd make no money. I would literally make no money. What were you selling? I was selling subprime mortgages. Oh, boy. Yeah, but, but it, it was good for a while. And then the government got involved and ruined that. Ruin that. We we're just trying to help people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we were. People deserve homes, Joe, whether they have jobs or not. They deserve to have a pool. They were giving people homes with no jobs. Well, that's the other thing. And then everybody goes back and they're like, everybody was, you know, the, the banks robbed all these people. It's like they were in on it. Everyone was in on it. Everybody buying a house, for the most part, knew what they were doing. Mm. They all knew. Yeah. Yeah. All the t you would have to they call knew, somebody. But they thought they could pull it off. You'd like, have to call somebody and be like, "Hey, you know, you know, you know, your brother owns a, a Toyota dealership in Queens. Can he say you work there?" And they go, "Yeah, yeah, of course." Some guy would just write like, "Yeah, Sarah works here. She kills it. Makes eight grand a month slinging Toyotas on Northern <laughs> Boulevard." None of it was true. And then we'd give her a loan for four hundred thousand dollars. And she'd buy a house. Yeah, and she'd buy a house. And then she'd see those. And then when, the thing about the 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 changing of the mortgage payments. Yeah, that's what really two years. So up. two years you would get. There was something called the pick a payment option. I mean, it's great. So they, you had four options to pay. You know, usually a mortgage you pay your principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. Here you had four. One was like you could pay 1%, like a credit card. You could pay 1%. You could pay only interest. That was the second option. You could pay 30-year regular option, or you could pay like a 15-year if you really wanted to pay it off quickly. Nobody paid the 15 or the 30. Very few people did the interest only. They did 1%, so that deferred interest, and it, so you would pay your mortgage, and it would balloon. It would go up. 
Like you would pay 1% and your mortgage would go up every year. And then eventually you got to a point where then it would just readjust and your mortgage payment would go up like $2,700. And didn't your mortgage adjust with some of them depending upon the market? Yeah. So like two years into a loan, two or three years into a loan, I had a house. I bought a house that was 22. <laughs> this was not smart. But when you're drunk and on cocaine, you... You, I sold myself a house. Like you're not How supposed much? to... $700,000. What? $650,000. No, yeah, didn't. yeah. Well... You know, you, that's a big rule. You're not supposed to scam yourself. I scammed myself. That was, you know, but when you're on cocaine. You, you were 22. You yeah, I bought a $650,000 house. fucking hilarious. In Long Island. Yeah. Oh it, was my not, God. it was not How the best was the choice. House? It was Must big. Nice it had house. an acre lot. Wow. Going back, it was deep. I thought they were going to, developers were going to sell. Like, I would just stand outside my house smoking cigarettes, being like, developers are eventually going to buy up my yard. Like, I was, you know, on drugs. And I thought this was all going to work out. And I had a, a two year mortgage, and then it ballooned, and it went from what it was to like, you know, it went up. Like, how much are you paying a month? I think in the beginning, <laughs> you're gonna, it was 4400 in the beginning. That was a good payment. And then it would like Jesus. get, yeah, it was bad. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. In the beginning. It's a lot. It was a lot of money. Yeah. But I rented the house. To? Yeah. I rented the house out. What did it balloon to? It ballooned to like well over six. So yeah, it was, a, it was well over six. And then that six was the first adjustment. Yeah. It was a problem. 22. Holy shit. 22. And I was working in mortgages and I thought it was going to work out. Like I thought we were all going to be okay because everybody I knew was, you know, 27 years old and they were making $30,000 a month and they were driving like, you know, Porsche. So I said, this is just going to go on forever. So after taxes, George W. Bush said we were building an ownership society. You had to make a hundred grand a year just to pay your mortgage after taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It was so it was crazy. it was destined to fail. When I <laughs> when I look back now, it wasn't smart. Did they take it from you? But I don't know. I just left one day. What? I just walked out. Yeah, just one day I left. I mean, you can't stay. Whoever's coming so is it going to be? Like, I mean, I, so they just yeah. repossessed it. They, I, I would imagine they took it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was ten years ago. Do you have a credit card today? I mean, I'm in LA now, dressing up as Meghan McCain. So <laughs> I would imagine I just got my credit reestablished recently. I just got it reestablished. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, well not and it's not good yet. They it's give gotta you like get built. seven years. I just write you as a cosigner on everything. I oh, just write beautiful. Joe Rogan. No, but it's it's seven yeah, seven years before it fell off the credit report. I had a buddy of mine who knew that he was going to go bankrupt. And yeah. This was in the nineties, like early two thousands. Yeah. So he decided what he was gonna do was get a bunch of credit cards and run them up. Like good big for him. Time. That's and the American dream. So what he did was just go to strip clubs, yeah, and and go crazy <laughs> with his credit cards for months and months and months, and never paid anything. Yeah, smart. And he knew what he was gonna do, and then went bankrupt. Listen, smart. Trump's done it a bunch. Like bankruptcy is the move. If you you know, I didn't did go, he bankrupt. go bankrupt. Bankrupt. His did businesses file, went bankrupt. He filed he, chapter whatever it is. Yeah, chapter eleven. But I mean, it's smart. A lot of people do it. It was just a way. It's the way to live. You know what's interesting? You can never do that with student loans. Well, student loans, because they think that whatever money you make in your life is the direct result of the money they gave you to get that degree. Even if this is what's interesting, even if you're not doing anything that has anything to do with that degree, they're like, listen, fucker, we gave you that money so you could be a vet tech. So you're, you owe us. You wouldn't be doing your shitty job if not for Sally Mae. I don't think they even think about it that you way. You don't think so? No. No. Well, then they what just the, fuck yeah. you. 
they yeah, but just that's take part of, you when you're yeah. a kid, when yeah. your your fucking frontal lobe isn't fully formed. Yeah, and they force a loan onto you because yeah. you don't want to be a loser. I don't feel so bad for school. any of those kids. I don't oh, feel no. bad for any of them None? because they could have sold subprime mortgages. <laughs> you know, fuck them. Listen, I went to community college and dropped out. I don't feel bad for anybody who takes two hundred thousand dollars out and gets a degree in gender studies. Um, it's you know, fuck them, whatever, pay it or don't pay. Okay, it. Uh, gender studies, I hear you. Yeah, but the thing is, like, the reason why they're doing it in the first place is because they don't want to be a loser, and then they get strapped right. down with this insane amount of debt. That's true. That turns them into a loser. Well, a lot of them aren't losers. A lot of them are just paying back something, and it's annoying, right? Dude, so, there's people that are getting their social security docked. Yeah, and there's one. There's people I've heard loans. of selling blood to pay it back. It is bad, but I don't think the majority of them are in that position. But here's the thing. Yeah. If you buy other things and yeah. you go bankrupt, you don't have to pay it back. Right. But you have to pay back your student loans no right. matter what. So my advice to those people to is the to grave. pay the student loans and then fuck everything else. You know? I mean, or don't get a student loan or don't get a student. Just the fact that it operates under a different rule. And it's the one thing that seems not mandatory, but really, really, really enforced. I mean, it's a thing that's like encouraged to the extreme. Go to college, get a degree. Well, don't you think that's changing? Don't you think people are going to start to realize that like college in and of itself without a very specific goal is probably and the reason that the student loans are this expensive is because the government backs them right so that's the whole reason they're expensive because the government guarantees them it's the same reason that a lot of healthcare is expensive it's like companies know a percentage of it is going to be paid by the government it's guaranteed so i think you just got to kind of decouple the government from a lot of these schools, and then schools are like, okay, we can't charge forty grand a year because no one will pay it. Well, what I'm hoping is that it's going to be like, like my kids right now are, are in virtual school. Interesting. So they're home, yeah. and they're sitting in front of the computer, and the teacher like gives them examples, and they talk about things. The teacher can see them in little windows. Oh, so the teacher is like, is it like Zoom? Zoom? It's yeah. Zoom. Everything's teacher, on Zoom. Our whole life is on Zoom. The teacher can click on each individual person, see them full screen, and ask them about stuff. The kids can talk about it. They're in. Fr- it's right. real. It's real weird, man. Because yeah. here's the thing, you know, uh, if you're paying whatever the fuck you're paying for, um, what what is a say? If you're going to a real going to Yale, what is, yeah. what does that cost a year? Seventy grand, sixty grand, yeah. something very expensive. A lot of these courses are available right now online. So you could just take a Yale course. Well, I know MIT has. Yeah, didn't Lex Friedman talk about that? That the courses are all available online for free. Interesting. So you can go there in person, but that seems so retro. Yeah. Like, why do you have to go to a physical place? I guess there's a good well, social people, experience. People don't have, people can't watch their kids, right? That's the big problem. It's really childcare. Like, if you look at what schools are, it's a way to get your kid out of your hair for eight or 10 hours a day because most people have to go to work. They don't have any, they don't have, they can't afford to pay somebody to watch their kids. What do you mean? You mean school, school for little kids? Yeah, for little kids. Yeah, well, there's or even a little high, bit dude, of that. even in high school. Well, there's like, a little bit of that, it, but it's yeah. just a lot. They, they learn. Some people so, need structured environment. They learn socially. Yes, it's that's, very that's, important. That's for true them. too. It's not just structured environment. It's also experiencing being around people and learning right. how to interact with them. The weirdest motherfuckers I've ever been around were homeschooled. Yeah, homeschooling is interesting, dude. I know Strange. a guy who's homeschooled, and he's so fucking awkward. And he's in his thirties. Yeah, he's just so he doesn't know how to hang. Yeah, he can't hang. He never learned how to hang. 
He, he's, no one's ever fucked with him. Yeah. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to deal with people jib, uh, jabbing him and just fucking around with him. He's like, right. Ooh. He doesn't. He, get it. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't get it. Is he mentally ill? No, he's a smart guy yeah. in terms of like he can rattle off facts. Why did his parents homeschool him? Religion. That's that's part of it. Yeah. It's a lot of it, man. Most like deep, of them deep, real Christian stuff. Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anti vax too. A lot of weird Anti vax. Yeah. Yeah. The whole deal. Well, You're gonna I take don't know. apple cider vinegar and it's gonna cure everything. We gonna trust Bill and Melinda <clears throat> Gates? You know. Oh, with the vaccines? I mean, they're going all over the third world, sticking a needle in anything. I mean, those two. What are, you are I, they about? are. They are. <laughs> It's the fact. People. They're trying to use short. Sure. They listen. listen. They try to help people okay. if it works. Pause. Pause. Yeah. What? What do you think would be their motive? First of all, Bill Gates literally has ninety billion dollars. He's trying I'm to do saying, good yeah. things with his money and trying to use his money for philanthropy. Sure. The, but hold on. The idea that are these fucking crackpot conspiracy theories yeah. have that Bill Gates is the antichrist because he yeah. wants to get people inoculated from vaccines yeah. and, for, for, with vaccines and viruses that. He He's somehow or another trying to control people. Bill Gates has everything. Yeah. He doesn't need anything I more. Agree. He's not yeah. trying to get anything more. He's yeah. making no attempts to control markets, no attempts to get to like a thousand billion dollars. hundred percent. He's not doing that. But, He's using yeah. his foundation to try to to help people get get healthy, help people get internet, yeah. help people get running water. But they have, I mean, listen, they've done things in the third world. Like they've they've introduced certain vaccines and stuff that have had adverse health consequences for people. Like what? Um, this is, I mean, you could look it up, but this has literally happened. I mean, they've been involved with things okay, where it's but, like, but hasn't gone well. when you say something like that, if yeah. you don't want to get sued yeah. by the richest man in the world, and you're going to, he's coming after you right now. I will, I will, I will gladly get in a high profile legal battle with Bill Gates right now. About? Vaccines. What do you think about vaccines? No, I think they're fine for the most part. But if he wants to sue me because of something I said on a podcast, let's go. Well, what it could do only you help. What my are you career. saying he did? No, it can't. No, he if went. He'll cripple but he you went with to listen. Debt. I I don't research these companies, but I know for a fact that you know he's been involved in vaccine things that did not go well. Where'd you read this? I read it. Prisonplanet.com. No, no, I read it. This is <laughs> this is a fact. This is a reality. You can't just okay. listen. People have tell, issues with on. vaccines. When you're saying yeah. it's a fact, yeah. you you have to be able to reference yeah, I don't what have, you're. I don't but have, if you yeah. don't, you don't really have enough information to say it's a fact. Well, it's something that's been reported and it's been credibly reported by who. I mean, by, see what I'm saying? But no, it's been credibly reported. Gates Foundation accused of dangerously skewing aid priorities by promoting corporate globalization. Look at the people in the back of that photo. Okay, they don't look what happy. Is, what does that mean? No, they don't Jamie, look happy. That's, that's not what we're asking. Oh, we're we're talking about adverse reactions to vaccines. No, yeah, Jamie. But but say that. But let me see that article title again. What a bizarre title. Look at this. Accused of. Click on it, please. Dangerously skewing aid priorities by promoting corporate globalization. What does that mean? Well, because everything's so in one, many quotes around everything? Everything's in one umbrella, right? Like his company, his 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 health initiatives, mm -hmm. all of these things work together and that, you know, you have to trust that everybody's motives are pure. I don't think he's trying to depopulate the world, but you know, these people stand to make lots and lots of money if people adopt certain vaccines, right? 
or certain things that are, you know, maybe medically advantageous, maybe not, maybe okay, necessary, pause, maybe pause, not. Pause. Yeah. There's definitely an issue when money's involved with any sort of treatment. Yeah. And this is one of the issues that a lot of the conspiracy theorists bring up when it comes to ventilators, that a hospital gets X amount if someone gets brought into intensive care, and then they get Y amount if they're put on a ventilator. So they're saying, well, there's a motivation to put people on ventilators. Yeah. Perhaps. I would hope never, but there have been cases of people doing surgery on people that didn't need it. There have been cases of people doing things to people and treatments on people where yeah. it wasn't necessary to provide, uh, you know, something so they can make, they they wanted to make money and they they do things to people just to make money, not to make them better. That yeah. has happened. I think there was something in India. If you look at Bill Gates, India, but I think I, the I mean, vaccines. Yeah, I, I mean, but listen, there is something. I'm not I'm making saying, I'm not making okay. this up. I understand, but do you understand what I'm saying? That you're saying something as a fact. And you have literally no data. I, I have the I have the data. I just can't recall the exact name of it. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. But but you don't know if it happened. If you can't, well, I didn't even go and investigate it in India. Data. Okay, here, here we go. Is. Controversial Contra facts. Why is Bill Gates for that? Thank you. Under fire from critics in India. Well, let's read it. Funded two entities that have played a key role in immunization program and are both under fire for conflict of interest. Okay, it doesn't mean. Adverse reactions to vaccines. 2009, several schools for tribal children. Jesus Christ, how weird is that? Say those names. The Kamaman, Kamam, Kamam District. Yeah, we'll just in, skip it. In Telanga, Telangana, then a part of uh, undivided Andhra Pradesh became sites for observational studies for a cervical cancer vaccine that was administered to thousands of girls. Oh, so it's an HPV disease. That's a dangerous uh, vaccine. That's a dangerous vaccine. That oh, these vaccine. girls are whores. Okay, forget it. Sorry. No, no the vaccine is dangerous. Yeah. That HPV, there's people have had uh, adverse reaction to that. Uh, like a high number the girls were administered by the uh, with uh, administered the human papilloma virus vaccine in three rounds that that year, under the supervision of state health department officials, the vaccine used was a Gardasil, manufactured by Merck. Yeah. Merck? Months Merck? later, many girls started falling ill, and 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 by 2010, five of them died. Yeah, that's a, um, but that is a. Uh, I get it. I'm that's not, a controversial yeah. vaccine. Period. I'm just Two saying. More, yeah. It's good, but it's one of those ones where there's a high number of adverse reactions. Estimated 14,000 children studying the schools meant for tribal children were also vaccinated with another band brand of HPV vaccine, Cervarix. Cervarix? I like when they're like on the nose like that. Oh, is it, is it cervical cancer? Yeah, we'll call it Cervarix. Cervarix. Manufactured by GSK. Earlier in the week, the Associated Press reported that scores of teenage girls were hospitalized in a small town North, in northern Colombia with symptoms that parents suspected could be adverse, adverse reaction to Gardasil. Mm. So some people died from this vaccine, but it isn't Google uh, HPV vaccine dangerous reactions because I, I I've read that there is a certain percentage whether it's you know one tenth I just think you have to look into it, it when there's a guy some people get when anyone stands to make billions of dollars and institute something that's going to be very widely accepted as now necessary for life, you know you have to ask questions about it. According to HPV vaccine manufacturers, the most common adverse reactions to Gardasil include, include pain, swelling, redness, stinging, bruising, bleeding at the injection site, and headache, fever, nausea, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and it keeps going. 
It's not that bad. I'm not saying that he's doing something inherently wrong, but you have to watch people like that. And the fact that nobody knows, like nobody knows these, you know, this is not a well-known thing. I understand. But the idea that this is how he wants to make his money by vaccinating no, no, no. people, there's a but reason why he's doing that. we have a world that's increasingly run by billionaires whom tell us what is and isn't necessary and how things are going to be, right? That's true. Whether they're in tech, whether they're in health, whatever they are. Mm -hmm. These are billionaires. Generally, they give these TED Talks and stuff like that. People don't pay attention to what they're doing. They're, they influence the political system in ways that we have in, in ways that we know about and don't know about. And you've got to watch these people. Okay, well, I don't know now, Bill okay, Gates. Okay, hold on. I have no idea what he wants now to do. Now we're talking about a totally different thing, and I agree with you. See, the thing is, before... 2000 let's say 2000 no yeah. one had any inkling whatsoever that social media was going to have an impact on political realms on the way right. you know just language what what sort of uh, discourse was allowed what wasn't allowed no one ever thought that that this was going right. to be an impact and that these companies would literally earn billions of dollars by selling your data, meaning what are you interested in? What are you clicking on? Yeah. What are you going to? And that's what that's what they're getting their money from. This is a great podcast that Sam Harris put out. I wish I could remember the guest. But he was talking about how we didn't know that our data, in terms of our search history, uh, the stuff that we go to, where, where we travel to with Google Maps, we didn't know that that data was a commodity. Right. And so we signed off on one of the most valuable commodities in the world. I think it's bigger than oil right it's, now. It's gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. And these companies, not only do they gather up this commodity, but then they use their influence to to influence social aspects of our culture, the way we communicate, what's allowed, what's not allowed. Yeah. And that's that's squirrely because these people are, a lot of them are socially inept. I mean, all the stuff you were talking about at the beginning when you say, when, they, when they're going to come to you and they're going to say, you need a card, you need mm -hmm. this, you need that. Uh, the, the free flow of travel, how you're allowed to travel around the country and the world. A lot of the, these people, whether it's Gates or whoever, are going to have a huge input in those laws that yeah. are made. And they're going to think they're doing it for a good reason. Of course. Not everybody does everything because they think they're doing it for a good reason. <laughs> not necessarily. You know? Well, a lot of people do. Some people do. I bought my house because I believed it was going to work. <laughs> I bought it because I believed in home ownership. The point is that I just think you have to look into this. It's not my job yes. to have every fact before I speak. But not, it's, my, it's not my job. When you talk about Bill Gates and vaccines and things along those lines, you probably should... If Bill Gates wants to tweet at me and educate me later, mm. at Tim you know J. Dillon, we the can real do that. Fear, the real fear is that they're practicing with these vaccines on poor people. That's what well, people that's are what terrified they're doing. of. That's what they're doing. Yeah. What, they're that's doing what it they, they yeah. call the school a tribal girls' school. I know, tribal. Tribal girls' school. What kind of... I, I mean, it's crazy. Native Americans. I mean, Bill Gates wouldn't be doing that in Bel Air or Beverly Hills. He should. You know, I agree. Just grab kids. Start grabbing those TikTokers and fucking putting needles in their face. Grab those little Beverly Hills kids at some private schools. And the, just start I walk around there HPV every day and those little pieces of shit <laughs> give me a fucking look because they know I shouldn't be there, but it's close to my house where I have to walk. Where I have to walk and get air and just see other people. Beverly Hills is so weird. Because anybody could just drive through it. I know. It's not blocked off. I know, but, but I like that because New York's go, like that. But you'll drive by these houses that are worth $30 million. Yeah. You're like, look at that. Yeah. It's right there. It's $30 million. I know. I could throw a rock. Yeah, but that, you know what it is? Gated communities ruin the fun for people like me that want to just appreciate other people's wealth. 
You say why? that until you get rich. Why can't I know? Once you get rich, you'll be living right next door to me. I uh, you're gonna I, come over and ask for sugar if I'm allowed. <laughs> if they'll allow me, by the way. Why you might they? have to. You might have to vouch for me with the oh, condo board. I'll call. I'll I'm talk not the, to the condo people. board. Whatever the people. I'll talk to the people. But the here's the deal. Association. I want to go out and get. When I was a little kid, we would smoke pot. We drive around these big areas and we get inspired. And we'd look at big houses and mansions. We'd get inspired. How'd that work out for you? None of us succeeded. The point <laughs> is, it's nice to see. <laughs> it's nice to see Christmas lights on a big mansion you shouldn't be stopped at a gate well what if you're a fucking psychopath well that's a problem yeah that's a problem i don't want to have to wait in the front of my house with a gun but you're all famous night. it's different rich people no one's coming to kill regular rich people uh, do you know what you hear what happened with sebastian's cousin who has the exact same name as him listen i don't want to say do you know what happened yeah but is that is that i, I talked to sebastian is it, it totally random some guy, That's came, so weird, they, two guys came to his house. They he they rang the doorbell with masks on, like yeah. fucking COVID masks. Okay, he opened the door Smart. up and they rushed the house. But his cousin knows how to fight, so yeah. his cousin beat the fuck out of one of them. You could watch it. I'll send you the yeah. Zoom doorbell video footage yeah. of it. Beats the fuck out of one of them in the front of the house. Goes inside and kills the other guy. Crazy dude. You think they were wide gun? The guy had a gun. Was it a big house? It's just they it's just a nice a, house. Yeah, they, yeah. The guy yeah. had they had duct tape. They had tasers. They had all kinds of shit. They were yeah. planning on home invading and killing some people. Jesus Christ! Yeah, Jesus Christ! Just that, random in the middle yeah. of the day. By the way, you gotta have well, yeah, you gotta have guns and locks. He and answered the doorbell because yeah. he thought it was his gardener coming back because the gardener was there, and then the doorbell rang and he assumed it was his gardener coming back. Right. And the I guy mean, has the same name as Sebastian. But if we, if, yeah, but then we'll put gates everywhere. Then everyone's gonna have a gate. I mean, I, it's just one. I mean, that's an example. Well, I'm just you saying know. that sometimes people's houses get broken into, and this is one thing that you have to think about. Really think about. Yeah. With this economy going into the fucking toilet, it's gonna be bad. It's, it's going to be bad. Thirty percent. They said on sixty million people filed unemployment claims. It's gonna get rough. Well, also the businesses hasn't even haven't even shut down yet. The Correct. businesses that can't get out of this yeah. haven't even realized they can't get out of this yet. Right. Some of them have. But I think a large percentage of them are still trying to keep it together. Yeah. We don't know. So when they go under, all the people that were working for them go under. It's going to be very bad. I have, a, I have an apartment on the first floor with a don't tell anybody. sliding glass door. Jesus, I want, why are you telling I people? want people to come in and Do you kill have a gun? me. I want people to kill me. Why? Um, no, I'm kidding. I want them to just come in and Bill and, Gates and, is going to kill you. And do, and do podcasts. He's going to stick HIV vaccine. Listen, right buddy, in your ass. I have a concern for the tribal girls in India. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. I haven't forgotten the tribal Tribal women in India who no one speaks what was for the province again? except me, Guahaba. <laughs> and the thing, <laughs> these are good girls. And they're, yes, they're whores. And yes, no. they have a, well, HPV, right? Well, they're just keeping them from getting it from dirty people like you. I support tribal whores. The point is this <laughs> <laughs> I'm as worried about uh, getting robbed as anyone because desperate criminals will yeah. rob me, good criminals will rob you or try. Desperate people will rob me. Well, people are going to rob because they need money. I mean, yeah. we're, we're in a weird place where the look, if you're in Brazil, Brazil's a good example. You have yes. a lot of haves and a lot of have nots. And if when you go there, one of the things you see is barbed wire around people's houses and long, like tall fences and walls and then a Crazy. barbed wire on top of it. And then above that. In the favelas, you see houses with no windows and dirt floors. It's crazy. Wow. And they come down from the favelas, rob the rich people, and go back up. Wow. And, when the, and the economy crashes, the crime rises radically. Yeah. So Brazil was doing really well for a while and then went to shit. 
and so they're in a bad place now, and the crime has really ridden to the I point. I should get a gun. My Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But my jujitsu instructor won't even go. He's from Rio. He won't even go back to Rio. He's like, really? He's like, it's too dangerous. It's too, too dangerous. Too my friend. Yeah, they'll kidnap. If they know you're American or live here, they might kidnap you, could, try to get could. money. Well, when I used to do uh, uh, the UFC down there, it was fine. It, it hadn't gotten that bad yet. Look, Brazil's great. There's a lot of great things in Brazil. The food there is fantastic. You ever had Brazilian it's barbecue? It's amazing. The Brazilian steakhouses and all yeah. that. It's great. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's in the fucking views. It's like, it's so many Do you so think we're things. sliding into that? Do you think there's a chance America's sliding into one of those countries where is this economic collapse going to be too much? Do you think, you know? I don't know. I mean, yeah, this, no one knows. This is what's interesting about this in a bad way. Yeah. It's like, hmm, who knows, man? Who knows? You know, it's all weird. It's all weird because we're in uncharted territory. We've never in the history of this country had a month where everybody was locked down and stayed inside. There were some lockdowns apparently in 1918 during the Spanish flu, but that was, uh, you know, it's hard to know what the difference was between then and, you know, when they were locked down, wh whether they wore masks, you know. I'd yeah. have to go back and I know at least for the last hundred years there's been nothing like this. So we don't really know what the fuck we're talking about. We also don't know what's gonna happen when they when they fling open the barn doors and say quarantine's over. Sure. Are look people what's gonna in go China. out? Yeah. In China are people, people yeah. are catching it again. I mean it's they're having Jesus. second waves. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I tend to think that people, you know, they did a study in Ohio. Ohio didn't have an, uh, and I have the facts. Ohio didn't have, <laughs> Ohio, Ohio, you could look it up. They didn't officially close restaurants till the 25th, but for the 10 days prior to that, 10 to 15 days prior, foot traffic had dropped 50%. Mm. So people didn't need an order or a law saying not to go out. They were scared. They were scared. I and went out that, on the 14th. Yeah. I went on the 14th. I uh, <clears throat> I ate at this uh, restaurant in Venice, Felix, my favorite restaurant. Yeah, and uh, it was still pretty crowded. It was fine. Me, yeah. me and my wife were like this, like, oh, is this okay? I'm trying to think. One of the la one of the last places I was in was a comedy store on that Monday night, and I mm -hmm. did an OR spot, and I was making fun of the virus. <laughs> I was making fun of it. I said that like I was like, oh, there was an Asian lady on my plane. She coughed, and we all beat the shit out of her, and everyone was <laughs> laughing. And it was fun. Sounds racist. And it what? Well, it was, and it was funny. And those are often they yeah. dovetail. They dovetail. Um, <laughs> they dovetail. That's what it is, you know. Uh, isms are funny, you know. Yeah. Um, and then and then I got off stage, and the Asians loved it. They were laughing. We all laughed because nobody thought this was going to happen. Well, also nobody no thought one it was going to be. You really beat the fuck out of anybody. It was no, obviously joking. No, of around. course that's what comedy is. So they, you know, people in the room know that. You know, if somebody had written about it, they would have been like, "This is inappropriate." Well, that but, following Friday, I was supposed to do uh, a show in the main room. No, not Friday, Thursday. And they called me up and said, we are going to shut down the main room. I was supposed to do two shows. We're yeah. going to shut down the main room and cancel your shows. And uh, we're only going to open the OR because the governor has asked that groups of more than 200 people yeah. should, should be banned. Such a weird arbitrary number, but they, they were didn't. just trying to do anything they but could that's, do. But think about this. When you talk about how Trump should have known better, this was our own governor who's very conservative now about this. Not not conservative, obviously liberal, but conservative Strict. about the moves that yeah. we make. And this was in the beginning of March, in the middle of March, in fact. They were still saying groups of 200 people in March. So right. this is all fucking touch and go, and new. I don't think it's helping anybody. All this fucking pointing the finger and blaming this no, person, but I think and you blaming got, that person. No, but you do have to look at a system and go. We weren't prepared. Yeah, for we sure. We could have been better prepared, right? 
We, yeah. we, he, it's Trump to get rid of a pandemic team, which I get it. If I had been the president, I probably would have gotten rid of them too. Doctors suck. Scientists suck. So Trump was like, get him out of here. He did get rid of that team. But and was that his call? Well, it's his government. When but you're the president, he, hold on, you have did to he take, do that? I'm sure he signed off but on I'm, it. I'm hearing that there was something where they did shut down the pandemic. Yeah. Office, but I don't know the facts. But yeah. I do know that they reopened this. They had a virus hunting organization that literally their 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 job is to hunt viruses to find yeah. out where viruses are coming from, and they just funded the shit out of them. I mean, that sounds like a fun reality show. Well, virus this, hunters. It's a thing, dude. It's like this is we're we're dealing with one version of this. Yeah, this could get worse. This could be a new one next year. There could yeah. be another one the year after. It could just be our new reality, just pandemic after pandemic. Yeah. Whenever civil unrest starts happening in the streets, they just go, here's a new pandemic. Well, the Bat problem is, number two. The problem is when you get large groups of people, right, you're going to have large groups of people that need food. Yeah. And then you have factory farming. So factory farming is the cause of a lot of these pandemics. And yeah. then this fucking wet market is real similar in that regard. This, this has been a big... Diseases jump. The vegans are kind of... This is a this is a decent time, right? To Except make that for their point. immune systems, right? The, the, they're making yeah. that they're making that vegan point. They're not, they're not no? well in terms of like they're the cultivation. No, what who's got the best point is the regenerative farming people. Okay, those the Joel Salatin people that have figured out a way not only to sequester carbon but actually they're taking carbon out of the air and reintroducing all these ancient farming methods where they're moving cows around to different plots and you, you know are the wet markets factory farming though that seems pretty independent no it's not factory farming okay, but, but it's yeah. animals in confinement right. and surrounded by other animals living in these unnatural environments that's right. what it is can wet, you, wet markets are foul but can you avoid that when you got to feed a population like that well osterholm yeah you can feed them bugs osterholm okay. uh, had a whole he was the guy that scared the fuck out of everybody when he came on my podcast but terrified me there's a whole section in this book that he wrote from yeah. three years ago from 2017 about wet markets and how the next pandemic's going to come out of a wet market so we got to shut up we got to try to persuade china to shut him down they're not going to you know what they did say they're yeah. taking dogs off the livestock listing like yay you guys oh, are doing nice. good what about bats get but, the bats out of there but i mean it's almost like they're throwing people a bone like yeah. hey we're gonna we're gonna no we're dogs gonna, we're gonna stop <laughs> considering dogs livestock like and, oh you guys but are also amazing. they're not they're definitely not well neither the, you yeah. know but they eat them Right? Yeah. We eat pigs. I don't judge pigs them because smart. they need to eat, right? So if, if, yeah. if I was really hungry and I had to eat a dog, I would eat a dog. I mean, these are just things that we would have to do. It's easy for me to say, but that's, it's a lot more normal to eat a dog than to do what they do in Manhattan, which is put them in strollers and pretend they're children. Yeah. That's a little freakier to me than a wet market is seeing like two 30-year-olds walking down the block with a fucking chihuahua in a, in a bassinet. That, have you seen know? that? Yeah, of course. All over New York, dude. Really? Yeah, people have they like, I'm a cat in mom, I'm a dog mom. Oh, Here's my dog mom stuff Yeah, so it's sad. crazy. And then they put the dogs, they dress them up, they put them in strollers, and they stroll them down the street. That yeah. is more grotesque than a, than, a, than a well-run wet market. When I see that in someone's Instagram handle, dog mom, I'm like, oh. It's oh, bad. Poor child. Those are lady. female like incels. Those are the, that's... Yeah. Yeah, those are that. My friend told me that. that yeah, this, exactly this kid that opened for me, Dan Carney, he said those are female incels. They are, 
the people like oh, they're the other side of the dudes where they just sit at home mm-hmm. every night and get drunk and they're like, I'm a grandma. I'm such a grandma. Oh, but they're, yeah, Jesus. they're just, and they're the worst at comedy shows because they're always offended. They're oh, always white. They're always they're just, white. And they're always offended. Always white women Ugh. offended. They want to be part liberal. of the show. They're always liberal. And then after they heckle you all night, they come out and they tell you how great you are. Blah. They're like, you're good. You're okay. It's disgusting. Oof. Yeah, it's bad. Boy. There were some of them, I remember, I think Eliza was going to be at the store and a lot of her fans were there and they're, you know, <laughs> and then she didn't show up. So then I came out. Oh, so it was no. like a real culture shock because they were expecting like Eliza and then I walked out and like you could see like a lot of, because the first three rows were all hot white chicks and then they looked at me like, what the fuck? Where did Eliza go? What is this? I, she had something else to do, something better to something do maybe. better, huh? Yeah. So then they just called me in. I just hopped out of an Uber and then there was a lot of disappointed... <laughs> A lot of disappointed Instagram models there. They were not happy. I came out and started yelling about the Clintons killing people. They were like, this is not the show we wanted. We did not want this. Oh, and in the middle of all this, there's a new fucking, this, the lady who said that uh, Biden did something to her now, she's saying it was sexual assault. Yeah. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna. If they're smart, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna swap Biden out. Well, for here's Cuomo. Who Cuomo shows, is kind of a meatball, but he's a better candidate than Biden. But this shows the hypocrisy of liberals that they're not coming after him the oh, way yeah. they came I mean, after everybody just, else. Yeah, I mean, they want shot. him. They want him to be the representative of the Democratic Party. But here's the thing: they are right now. They were wrong before. Like, they, here's why they're right now, and they were wrong before. Anybody could come at anybody with an allegation. Right. Anybody could come at any high profile. When you say believe all women, you have to live by that. You got to believe Amber Heard. Too. You got to believe everybody. Yeah, you, you got to believe, believe everybody. You seen all this Johnny Depp shit? I saw a little bit of it. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! There's audio tapes. Yeah. Where she's talking about hitting him. Yeah. And then there's a new video where it shows his severed finger. She threw a fucking vodka bottle on it. At no, him she was the, sliced yeah. the tip of his finger off. Yeah. And, Literally, there's pictures of the finger, and there's the do- they have the audio recordings of the doctor looking for the fingertip. They're looking for the tip. They can't find the tip. They're like, "Where's the fucking fingertip?" And they're ringing around. Oh my god, look at the blood! And you can hear them talking. And she's like violently sobbing in the background. God. So they decide to give her three times whatever antipsychotic medicine they're on that she's on. So Jeez. she's on this this dose. They decide to jack it up to three x whatever the god. dose is. But meanwhile, this was the lady yeah. that had him me too and was but, saying that he yeah. beat her and her. Had, a, had a mark on her face, yeah. believe all women. Well, that's the whole thing. So the Democrats are now reaping what they've sown in the sense that anybody can can approach some you know the press with an unsubstantiated allegation about somebody who's high profile. I mean, I understand that women aren't just willy-nilly lying about stuff, but the picture changes when there's somebody who's a politically divisive, high-profile figure where there is a huge incentive to knock that person off, right? There's yeah. a huge incentive, whether it's Brett Kavanaugh, whether it's Joe Biden, there's a huge incentive to derail that person. Right. So I think in that instance, because I do believe that like most women are not just making things up. That being said, when you introduce politics, there's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother layer. Well, for sure. I mean, foreign intelligence lot. agencies could be doing this too. Yeah. You they, know? They could. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying this woman who actually worked for Biden's campaign was a foreign intelligence agent. We have no idea. But what I'm saying is that for sure, men have sexually assaulted women. Also, for sure, women have lied about being sexually assaulted. Those two things are they they they're not mutually exclusive. They go hand in hand. Right. People are liars. The people lie about the past. 100%. People, people also are delusional. People are also psychotic and schizophrenic. 
Yeah. All sorts of things are going on. But this, when you say believe all women, that is a crazy thing to say. Believe, crazy. That's like saying believe all people. Correct. It's the same thing. Can't do so it. So what are you doing? You believe the liars too? Do you believe murderers? Do you right. believe people that are trying to get out of jail? No. Do you believe rapists? You can't believe all people, right? You also can't believe all men. Well, you also can't believe all women. That's crazy right. talk. Do you believe yeah. Casey Anthony? No. Of course Her not. I do. No, okay. I'm kidding. I, <laughs> she's the one that I make an exception some for. Some people I say, are humans. She seems like a good kid. Humans are, are um, individuals, and some people are fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, so he's, I don't know, man, but I think the bigger problem with him is he's, he's is in some stage of dementia. dementia. 100%. He's unwell. There's something he's wrong. He's unwell. I There's say some, those either videos, that yeah. or he's a folder. Either that or he may be just as bad. He folds under pressure. He's getting right. close to the finish line. He's just bumbling all his words you know, and choking yeah. and forgetting what he's talking yeah, about. I don't think it's that. I think I something's think wrong. Because you know why? They're, it seems like it's degenerative. Like It seems yes. like it's gotten worse. It's getting worse. So that's why I think something's wrong. 100%. Yeah. Well, also, he's old as fuck. Yeah. Also, he looks bad. Right. He doesn't look like a healthy guy. No. I was looking at this weird Lady Gaga thing today with him and Lady Gaga where he's talking about how uh, no, no one should ever put their hand on a woman. Who and I'm I'm watching this with because I guess Lady Gaga was uh, sexually assaulted. But who the fuck is ever going to watch that and say, you know what? I was gonna put my hand on a woman, but now I'm not gonna. Go back to that thing. She looks like Hillary. Go I back. Clicked on a story about it. On oh, Instagram, okay. But... She has a Hillary haircut. Um, that's no. an interesting move. Is that a Hillary haircut? Yeah, look at it. Let me see it again. It's actually old. It kind of looks. Yeah, it's from 2017. Oh, kind of looks a little. Oh, it's just coming out now. I guess people are throwing it around now. Hey, what were they saying? I don't know. Nonsense. They, they, but it's, here's the thing: the the th they were saying no one should ever put their hand on a woman. Of course they shouldn't. Yeah. Of course. But if you're thinking about hitting a woman, and Joe Biden is what keeps you from doing it. Like what? <laughs> what? I, I don't understand the logic. Yeah. That's so, an odd. I guess maybe. If you're a woman who's being abused, it could per perhaps encourage you to go to the authorities. Right. It could perhaps. I mean. Right. But I, I would imagine, but by saying, by him saying no man should ever put his hands on a woman, who the fuck thinks they should? Who's like, they, no, I disagree. I yeah. think men should just beat the fuck out of women like, and keep them in line. Like, somebody, who's somebody, saying that? Somebody said once, it's like when somebody goes, hey, I'm pro-family. It's like, that's a controversial position, you know? <laughs> I'm pro-family. Right. But these, all these public service announcements, all that kind of shit, it's like, okay, who are you doing that for? Yeah. Like, who who's out there going, I was about to rape, but then I saw Joe Biden, and he's like, don't rape. I'm like, he's got a point. Yeah, yeah, he's like, got <laughs> like, that doesn't, that Joe doesn't, Biden, I just respect him. He's like, a what statesman. What does that do? What does yeah. it do? Well, it's just that that's part of why nobody believes anything and nobody trusts anybody, right? That's part of why right. these guys that are online... Are they, they go hard in the paint with conspiracies because these are buffoons. Like the people that we have ruling us have been exposed as like creations, right? Yeah. These people, everything they say is scripted. Uh, you know, all of them are are uh, in the pocket of big business interests, and like, and and these people have been exposed. So now we don't believe anything. We don't believe the media. The media said the Covington kids were, uh, you know, harassing this Native American guy. It turns out it was completely wrong. Right. It's completely the other way around. So you don't believe the media, and you don't believe the politicians. So it's like how it much, gives you no one to believe. How much those Covington kids get? They got a lot, right? Or no? I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I think it was. I don't have. To, I didn't look at the legal transcript. I want to get one of them kids on. Yeah. Well, you got to get the main one. The the, yeah. the, the, the kid who smiled. Yeah. Got to get the smile. You can't get that. 
that kid should get a medal of honor for his composure. Yeah, he didn't do this anything wrong. guy walks into his face and starts beating a drum. Dude, we would have... from his, a child's face. Oh, my face. God. That guy. I would have sold that guy a house, that Native American. I would have... <laughs> He'd be living in a in a townhouse right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, but again, so that's an example of the media clearly lying. Not yeah. even being wrong. No. Manufacturing news. Well, they definitely distorted the facts. Well, they manufactured it. it How so? Well, it was not what they said it was, right? It well, was, we had an image. The image was a smiling kid with a MAGA hat with yeah. a Native American guy and, in his face. And from there, they extrapolated something that didn't happen. And we assumed, because of that image, that the kid got in the face of the Native American man. Well, it's their job to do, do some investigation and do reporting, do right. their due diligence. Right. They didn't do any of that. Right. So then they created this thing out of thin air, where the kid approached the Native guy, and they were all chanting yeah. they were doing a school chant yeah. they weren't chanting fuck the native americans right. they were doing a school chant i know and the media went in there and just blew it out of proportion well apparently also in washington dc around that area you could buy maga hats everywhere right so it's like they have these stands set up yeah you, you know like they're kids well these yeah they I mean, don't know what they're doing yeah it's like if you're going somewhere and Fill in the blank, you know, right. any and they, area and they like support, Mardi Gras, yeah. they have beads everywhere, right? Yeah. Well, this area, they have MAGA hats. It's just yeah. people selling shit. Yeah. And so they went over and they bought these hats because they're dorks. Because yeah. Meanwhile, you and I would have probably done the same thing if we were 16. I would have absolutely done the same thing. Yeah, if we thought it was controversial to wear a MAGA hat, we probably wouldn't wear a MAGA hat. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you're 16. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Well, they also listen. They're allowed to support the president. They're from Kentucky. They go to some Christian school. It's probably wacky, but they went for some pro-life march. Um, That's what it was, right? It was a pro-life pro -life march, march, and they show up to this thing, and and it's just another, it's an it's an indication where it's like because sometimes I'll be on Twitter and I'll get really frustrated because people are like, this virus is fake, and who you know how do you believe CNN? And I'm like, okay, guys, listen, the thing's not fake, you know. But then the reality is they've seen so many instances of the media either embellishing yeah. or manufacturing, it's hard to get mad at people that are that are suspicious. Yeah. It's hard to get mad when the Jeffrey Epstein story goes away and no one cares anymore that the biggest political scandal of our lifetime goes away. When no one cares about any of that anymore, uh, people get very, you know, they get very sure. cynical about yeah. all the information that's out there. Yeah. So, and I go to war conspiracy people all the time because they're like, no, this is, you know. But the reality is I can't fault them for believing in this stuff because there's so much out there you know, we're in the no man's land of logic. Well, it's also when people have these preconceived notions that they're clinging to despite the evidence. Yeah. You know, like whether it's either either the Seth Rich murder, like there's nothing to see here, nothing to see here. Right. No, it's not not like a guy was working for the DNC right. yeah. and a guy who gave information of according course. to WikiLeaks, yeah. gave information to WikiLeaks and was shot and killed with yeah. a kept they didn't touch his wallet or his right. credit cards yeah. or his cell phone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean nothing to see here. Well it's just when right? you when you dismiss all conspiracies, it's the same thing as believing all conspiracies. Yeah, right? but when you dismiss yeah. ones that are like, hmm. Well, you know, and the, the anybody, see, it got to the Jeffrey Epstein one where everybody was like, everybody was like, wait, what? Yeah. That was one. S slowed people down. I mean, the fucking physical evidence, the Michael Patton report where he said this right. is not consistent with someone hanging. Yeah. This is consistent with someone getting strangled from the back. Yeah. That's why when I'll, you know, with the QAnon stuff with Eddie or Sam or any of those people, it's like I, some of it is probably true. There are like a lot of high, like very powerful pedophiles doing horrible things. But then from there, they've extrapolated it to go into this whole story, which I don't know if, I don't, it doesn't seem like it's true. There's no evidence. Well, I don't know the QAnon story, but well, I know that every yeah. time someone starts talking about it, my eyes glaze over and well, I, I move away. Well, because it's too much. Well, because it's like religion. you got to trust. It's all, they all say trust the plan. 
So they say that there's there's these secret uh, people within the, the in the intelligence community that are giving us information, and then with that information we got to piece together what's really going on. But it's all about these child pornography or child pedophilia rings. It's all about these things, which do ex listen. They 100% exist. The problem is these people believe that Trump is fighting them in a shadow intelligence war. I don't know if that's the case. Right. I don't know if the, that's the case, guys. It doesn't seem. It would to be, be the sweet case. if it was. Hey, How does he have the time? If you're right. Bet I'm sorry. How does he have the time to shut down the borders, get yeah. the ventilators, get them? Well, that's the what masks, they believe. They believe the virus was a cover to go arrest all the pedophiles and that they, <laughs> they were freeing kids that were kept in tunnels. I don't know why billionaires need to keep kids in tunnels, but again, you got to take them at their word. Oh, my God. I need to spark a joint. I can't hear you anymore. You know? You hurt my head. All I did was come on the show trying to advocate for <laughs> girls in India and protect them from tribal. the pr protect tribal girls from the Bill Gates needle. And I'm attacked. <laughs> and Joe comes, where are your facts? How offensive is that? Where are my facts? How insane is it that I need to know my facts before I make a statement on a show that's being watched by millions of people? Yeah, especially with the QAnon stuff. I it's mean, 2020. The world's over. I'm going to say what I feel is right. <laughs> I'm going to say what I want to say. It doesn't matter anymore. Give me a prediction. Um, 2021, mid 2021, August of 2021. Trump's winning doing? again. That's oh, yeah. that's oh, that's, that's not even that doesn't even count. You know, a, a friend of mine sent me this, and it's really kind of an interesting theory. He said if you look at whenever there's a an incumbent that's running for re-election, the the Democrats always throw someone lame against him. Interesting. Makes yeah. you think it's a uniparty. Makes you think it's not real. Well, it's also that they don't want to waste anybody. Well, it's also like, like think about yeah. Buttigieg and Klobuchar. They've got real potential, yeah, but especially it, with yeah. a couple of years of seasoning. Yeah, right. Sure. If 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 Buttigieg can, you know, he was the mayor. He abandoned that position because it wasn't worthy of him. Right. And then he moved on. Right. To, well, the CIA he, told him it was time to run for president. Whatever. Is that what the happened? Point, yeah, absolutely. How do you 100%. know that? percent. He, one of his mentors is a guy named Doug something. And Pete Buttigieg was, a, you know, he was in the military, but he barely did anything. He's always posing with his rifle. It's strange. And again, he's just, listen. Do you think he's really gay? Uh, yes. Probably. Maybe not. He's in the CIA. He seems gay, though. But he also seems like he's in the CIA. You have to ask yourself, when the biggest companies in the world and the biggest billionaires start lining up behind the mayor of a small Indiana town, something's going on. Yeah. Same thing when it was the governor of Arkansas, Bill Clinton. Something's going on. I have a friend yeah. who is pretty deep in that world who yes. deeply distrust that guy. Of course. He's like, I do not trust a word out of that guy's you mouth. You know what somebody said to me once? You're going to love this quote. He said, the dangerous people aren't the guys that were born rich. The danger, He goes, they are dangerous because the most dangerous people are the guys like Buttigieg who will do anything. They come from outside and he goes, they're just, it's raw ambition. Mm. They'll do anything yeah. to get where they're going. Those people are more terrifying than the Kennedys or Bushes who were born you know, and those yeah. families are murderers. And that's where Epstein used to come along. Come on, the Lolita yeah. Express. Come on, the Lolita Express. Come on in. You're going to get in with all the Thai people. Jeffrey Epstein associate Kasim Maxwell sues his estate. And good for her because she lost income. Seeking to recoup legal fees to defend herself against Epstein-related allegations. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. She didn't know anything about it. Of anything. course not. How could she know anything? She was with him 24-7. She was taking advantage. And I, I believe her. Believe all women. I believe her. I believe Ghislaine. She's a woman. Where is she? She's probably in Israel. Oh, look, a complaint filed to Superior Court of the U.S. Virgin Islands. 
Oh, that's where she is. I think she's, she's in being, the Virgin Islands. She's being taken care of by the Mossad. You think so? Yeah, it was a Mossad op. Supposedly, right? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I don't have a, a uh, exact on that, mm-hmm. but I I trust my sources. Yeah. You have sources? Yeah. I have sources. Well, I told you some stuff about that old of thing. Of course. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Is Dana White going to buy that island and do fights He's on gonna it? Do, uh, yeah, fights are going to be on Fuck Island, and uh, they're all going <laughs> to take place after midnight. The after way we into in front goat. of that temple. Yeah. We're going to hang a goat by its ankles yeah. and, and slice its neck. Yeah. Well, soon we're going to have to eat it in this country. We're going to have gonna to eat symbol, goats. symbolize the start of yeah. the, the proceedings. It's 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 crazy, man. But I think we're in this weird dystopian future where you you don't know what to believe. Yeah. Well, we're we're definitely there. We're you definitely know? there, and that's going to usher in mind control by virtue of software that allows you to read each other's thoughts. Wow. That's what's going to. Well, like, there's only one way to tell for sure. We all take the implant, put it on the side of our head. Yeah. Can't go outside. Where's your implant? Yeah. They're going to put biochips yeah. under your skin. They're going to do have all that. Cool headbands. You know, yeah. like cool headbands that you wear that like they're stylish. But it's also like at a certain point, maybe that's just what we have to do because you know what? What else are we doing in this country? Going, going to buffets and you know <laughs> eating fried chicken and, and selling each other hand grenades well, and of, taking cruises. Think of I phones. Mean, think of phones, yeah. right? I mean, how often do you see people walking around and they just have this thing in their hand yeah. everywhere they go? And we just think of it as no big deal. It's going to be in your head soon. Yeah. If you yeah. go, but go back twenty five years ago, that was not the case. You didn't see people walking around with phones, right? They didn't walk everywhere with a phone in their hand. No, but now it's a normal part of life. Yeah, well, a normal part of life will be you're going to wear this thing. It's going to be on the side of your head, and if you're lying, it'll be red. That's creepy because I love to lie. What do you lie about? Mostly? I mean everything. Hi, how are you? Good to see you. It's so funny. <laughs> so funny. So funny. So good. It's so good. Yeah, so good. We all lie. You gotta mm. lie. A little bit. If you're not lying, you're wasting. If I'm not lying, it means I don't care. Or you're wasting a lot of time. I didn't show up to Dr. Drew once. I, I didn't. I totally forgot. I went to the beach like an idiot, right? I, I was at the Trump golf course at Palos Verdes. I get an email from the booker of your mom's house, and they said, are you finding parking? Okay. I panicked. So I, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So I Did sh- you forget totally? Totally forgot. Totally forgot. They didn't send a reminder, which they don't have to. I'm an adult. Totally forgot. Was in the Trump. So I said- Okay, well, Trump, so I said, listen, my mother is sick. She's on her deathbed. I Does have Dr. to fly. Did you know about this lie? Yeah, I've told it. I talked about it on Tigurisha. show. But I said, I said, my mother's on her deathbed. I have to fly to New York. I'm so sorry. Ten minutes later, I realized there's a picture of me on Instagram at the beach in, uh, you know, Manhattan Beach. But why did I lie? Because I cared. I was embarrassed that I didn't go. So the lie was because I cared. If I didn't lie, if I just emailed them and went, oh, sorry, fuck, sorry, dude, forgot. That would mean I didn't care. Or the lie just, is because you think. It mean you're a comic and you forget about things. I know, but sometimes you got to lie to, 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 to show people you care about them. Mm, interesting. That's a good way to think about it. Uh, interesting perspective. It's a pretty good way to think about it. That's the way the government thinks. They're like, we lie about you to prove that we care. Really? Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. I don't they go, think people so. can't know this. They cannot handle the truth. Like what? Anything. Aliens? All of it. Have you read that book, Chaos, about Manson, the Manson family in the I, CIA? I've read some of it. Yeah, it's Fitzsimmons' buddy. Yeah. It's very He's interesting. coming on on Thursday. It's going to be interesting. Well, all of that stuff, man, the CIA, what was going on in Laurel Canyon is crazy. There was this guy who wrote a book, Dave McGowan, and he wrote a book 
called Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon. And it's all about this weird overlap between like the, this burgeoning music scene and a lot of like intelligence things, mm-hmm. LSD, Timothy mm-hmm. Leary, all these things that were happening in the Haight Ashbury and Laurel Canyon, like where they were, you know, you know, running operations, experimenting with these mind control drugs on all these different people and like cozying up to weird cults. And it was very strange. That's what the book's about. Yeah. I'm in uh, chapter eight now. It's really Fucking, wild. It keeps getting crazier and crazier. It's well, like it's, once th- they get deeper yeah. and deeper into the CIA mind control ops. MK. And what, what they were actually doing and what they were allowing. They were like literally letting people free. They were telling people at one of the murder trials to never bring up Charles Manson. Don't talk about like he was the, the prosecuting judge or the judge rather was being told. To, to ignore evidence about Manson, don't bring up Manson, the prosecuting attorney, don't bring up Manson. Yeah. They were being told to not bring well, up Manson. Because the CIA was studying human behavior, and yeah. in order to do that, they had to get in bed with some very, you know, nefarious characters, well, people that were- not just studying yeah. behavior, they were trying to get rid of the hippies. They were trying to disband the hippies, and they were trying to uh, use people like the Manson family to attack people that were in uh, black rights movements and civil right. rights movements. They're trying and then, to destabilize a yeah, lot of the, the, the anti-war movement. Opposition groups. Crazy yeah. shit. But they were also man. trying to like create a Manchurian candidate, see if they could wipe somebody's mm-hmm. mind clean and control them. Yeah. You know, a lot of those mind control experiments went went back to... You know, Operation Paperclip, where you had, you know, scientists that were in Germany doing these really harrowing experiments on people. We brought them all to America after this, and they continued a lot of those experiments here. Yeah, we've talked about Operation Paperclip too much. And so the whole thing is like, did it ever stop? That's the interesting question. Yeah, of course. Did it ever stop, or is it still going on right now? Why would it stop? Well, why? of course, why would it stop? Why would they? I mean, when you go to Operation Northwoods and you find out that the Joint Chiefs of Staff had already signed a a document saying that they're down with blowing up a jet airliner and blaming it on Cuba. Yeah, blowing up a boat. Using Cuban friendlies, arming them to attack Guantanamo Bay. It's crazy. They're like, if we can do this in 1960, if they were doing that in the early 1960s, yeah. What, what everything evolves, right? right? Everything evolves. Yeah. Like why wouldn't that evolve? It's interesting. You and you wonder what are are you know are the are some of the th- are these are apps, you know the new mind control. Like or do they look at an app and see the way people are behaving? Well, that's why the government's yeah. telling you to get off of TikTok, right. and then Google won't allow people to have TikTok on their phones. It's a Chinese. Yeah. There's other things. Zoom. They're saying Google's saying don't don't have Zoom on yeah. your computer if you work at Google. Interesting. Well, Gazoom collects, I think, a lot of data from your phone or something like that. Like it collects everything. I don't understand. Well, they're, you know? they're, they've compromised. There's there's certain uh, security problems with the application. The the president of the company that created it has said they fucked up. The CEO said they fucked up. That there's been some fuck ups. I just don't think that they expected this many people to start using it that quickly. And I think as it yeah. scaled up because of the pandemic, everybody yeah. was like, what the fuck? Well, I didn't use it. They were going to do a call, an Easter call, and they were going to put 20 people on it, my family and my little mm-hmm. cousins. Like, do you want to come on this? I'm like, dude, let's stop. And then he told me it was hard. It's 20 people. We got elderly people on there who don't know what's going on. They're just being told to look into a phone. They have no idea what's happening. There's 20 people. <laughs> half of them are drunk in their home. They haven't seen the outside in a month, and they're all screaming over each other. It's like, yeah, this oh. isn't a good use of anyone's time. No, and also they're doing these comedy things. Did you see the one with Christ, with Bert and Sandler? No. It's well, probably the yeah. worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's when Bert said, he called it, yeah, 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 I saw that. He that had was... no idea what Sandler's done. He didn't even know Sandler <laughs> apparently was a comedian. 
He thought Sandler was like a fucking. What did doctor. he call Happy Gilmore? What did he call yeah. Happy Madison or something? Yeah, like that? and then he said, "I'm going to watch Jewel, like not Uncut Gems." He said, "What uh, Precious Gems or something?" Yeah, tonight. yeah, yeah, Precious yeah. Gems. Yeah, that's he didn't know Uncut Gems, and also he asked him, "If you were to film one movie for the rest of your <sighs> life, what would it be?" And, yeah. and he's like, "Am I on like morning TV?" In I almost Dallas? wondered if Bert was trolling. I thought Bert was doing that Seemed on purpose. Like yeah, because well, it was brilliant. You know what Bert it is? does certain things where I go, I think he might be a genius because mm. he does certain things. Where I'm like, did he do that to just get that level of no? Okay. Trust me, <laughs> trust me. That's just Bert when he's not drunk. <laughs> when Bert's not drunk, he doesn't even know what reality is. Why does his air feel so weird? He's like, why is the sky <laughs> yeah. blue? He doesn't know what the fuck life is. Well, but he's very smart in terms of like savvy marketing. He is good. Well, he's relentless. He's relentless. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he knows a lot about that stuff. So yeah, he sometimes, knows a lot about being relentless. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll see something he does, and I'm like, that's smart. Well, he makes good little video promos yeah. for specials and right. tours and yeah. stuff like that. He's good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good at self-promotion. It's very true. So yeah. I didn't know if that was real. I didn't know if he was really asking Adam Sandler if he had Netflix. No. I said, that seems odd to ask someone if they have Netflix. When he's made movies for, for Netflix. Netflix. Fucking dummy. So I'm like, is he doing that as a, as a bit? I'm like, oh, good no. job. No, he doesn't know what he's doing. And he's making noises with his mouth and then trying to like <laughs> figure out what they are in real time. That's what it is. I mean, yeah. Bird should never be not drunk. Oh, right. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're flipping on this. because He should never he be sh sober. Yeah. He okay. should be drunk all the time. Okay. Interesting. He should just be drunk. That, he's then better he's, at it. He's like, he's amazing when he's, when he's drunk. If he's talking publicly. But actually, when right. we did a podcast the other day, uh, he wasn't drunk for the beginning, and then we started drinking. And then we started smoking a little weed. And, and then it was it like, let's come on. Let's just, here you go, yeah. And he said that he had been sober the entire quarantine except for that one day. Is he worried about corona? Oh, yeah, he should be. He's on high blood pressure medication. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot He's of us unhealthy. are. I'm a bigger guy. I don't know yeah. if that's going to be a pro. You know, Joey's a bigger yeah. guy. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. these are, I don't know how much that matters, but it can't no. be good. It's, it's can't definitely be good. It definitely matters. It matters for your immune system. Yeah. You know, are you but, taking any CBD? Do you take CBD at all? No, but if I could take CBD, that wouldn't get me high because I'm sober. So if I, I know that oh, CBD is not. Yeah, no, but you know, CBD a lot of it has MD. a percentage of. Yeah. yeah CBDMD has CBD. Is that good that for the immune system? Yes. This actually won't get. Try this. This is a what is it? Kill Cliff with 25 milligrams of CBD. Not a lot. Is um, it coffee? I don't really drink coffee. I don't do caffeine. No, no, there's no caffeine in that. What is it? No, it's just I'll take it's it. just I'll delicious. Take it just I'll drink take it. it with me. I've been drinking it the whole show. Hmm. And what is the um, what is the best thing you could do for your immune system if you don't want vitamin C? Vitamin C. Take a lot of vitamin C, but particularly uh, can I eat an orange or I have to on? take it? No, yeah, you can eat an orange. Sure. Okay. I like taking it though. Yeah. Because it ensures that you're going to get a specific amount. You know, I take um, 4,000 IUs of uh, uh, vitamin D every day as well. Okay. I think that's that's really good for I your immune system. I should start like a regimen of vitamins. Yeah. 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 I take liposomal, glutathione every day. Yeah. I take uh, I may take a packet of vitamins every day. Did you, when you took the test, were you like, hey, I want it, you, you would wanted the antibodies? Or you were just like, I don't want any corona. I would like to know that I had it and it bounced right off my immune system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, the thing is, I asked him, I go, okay, does this mean I was not exposed to it? He goes, no. He goes, it's possible that you were exposed to it, but your immune system fought it off before it ever got to your bloodstream. What this antibody test means is that it was in your bloodstream and your body fought it off. Interesting. So there, it never got into my bloodstream, but he said it does not mean you weren't in contact with it. 
So I was like, okay. Yeah, because when I came back, I came back from Vancouver and I was sick, and then they diagnosed it as strep, but they also said that's a common co-infection. And a lot when of people. When was this? What time? Early March, March third. Oh, you might have had it. I think I'm gonna find it. out in a couple hours. I, I think I had. I think I had it. Yeah. I think I had it. and I beat it. Really? I think I had it and I beat it. Ooh, we're gonna and find if I, out. If I find out, and of course I didn't, and they're gonna tell me no. They're gonna say you don't have it. But if I have those antibodies, I mean, I, it's just gonna be buck wild. There's a guy. I'm just gonna get on a plane and go to New York. Did I send you the video? The guy on uh, Thunderfoot, that guy from uh, YouTube. Yes. There's, yeah, he's a. Uh, I think he's a chemist, and he's worked at CERN. Really, really intelligent, interesting guy. But he's making these. Uh, YouTube videos on COVID-19 and how really how dangerous it actually is and his Estimates are that if we opened up everything you could get death rates as high as 300,000 a day Yeah, which is I was well, like what yeah, it's crazy that would collapse the system, right? I mean we could what do you got, Jamie they announced the council to reopen America if oh, Ivanka Trump's I, I on feel, the council. I feel comfortable. Yo, I feel comfortable. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's his Jared children. Kushner's on the council? Yeah. Come on. These are his kids. How is that? How is that not disgusting? Well, this is part of the problem with his administration. Even his conservative fans don't like this. Well, there's seven people and two of them are in his family. Like even Ann Coulter has said, listen, this is not what anyone signed up for, giving your kids jobs. That is so crazy that he's taking yeah. this girl who's like 30 years old and her goofy husband. And that is, those are part are any of, of the, by the way, seven Are any people. of these guys health people? They're all financial people, right? Are any of, these, <laughs> do any of these people have anything to do with health? I don't know. Who's Larry? Larry Kudlow's an economic advisor. He was like a big cokehead in the 80s. What about? He was awesome. I was mean, he? he's fun. Yeah, but was I don't he think he knows. Yeah, he, there's, there's lines, yeah. there's things in a book about him doing coke. <laughs> Bill Gates is trying to kill everyone. Anyway, moving on. The... <laughs> and Wilbur? What about Wilbur? Wilbur Ross is the Commerce Secretary, right? I mean, I don't know. He looks like he, he uh, is a demon who's eating children. Officials? Um, <laughs> I mean, look at, his look at his face and you tell me he's not eating a child in the woods. Maybe Sorry. he has, right? He's like yeah. the outsider. Mark Meadows looks like he's being blackmailed currently. Um, yeah, it's think a fun been group. Yeah, what are they blackmailing Mark for? I don't you know. Guess. In a fictitious world, and this he is just for fun. women tie him up and shit on him. Shit in his mouth or? On his chest. They tie him up in a, in a, in a, in in the bedroom of in the oh, rich video. Yeah, they probably hit like him. A, and he tells them to take video yeah, of him. Yeah. And then he calls them up and he goes, "I can't believe you have that video." Maybe a little Fidom too. It. They call him up. They go, "Give me money, faggot!" And he gives them uh, money. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. happening there. Yeah, <laughs> that's happening there. And Mnuchin. Yeah, and he could sue me if he doesn't like Mnuchin, it. Mnuchin, do you think his wife fucks him with gloves on? I don't think anyone fucks him. I think Mnuchin. He's got a hot wife though. He probably does. You have a lot of money. You get a hot wife. You know, a lot Is that of these how it guys. Works? A lot of these guys do. That's how they get money, right? They get money so they can have a hot. That's wife. the whole point. Otherwise, why would you get a, a lot of money? To have what a pedophile island or a hot wife. But like, if you really had billions and billions of dollars and you didn't have a hot wife, like, what are you doing with all that money? Fucking a lot of different hot women. On the side? Yeah. Keep them quiet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it, right? How much you got to give them to keep them quiet? A lot. Not a lot. Enough. Like, what, what, what keeps... This, here's the thing. With a lot of these guys that are just money people, like, what keeps them working? It's the same thing. It's what keeps us doing stand-up. It's just no. the desire. Yeah, I think it's just a desire to be good or great at something and just continually do something and get better and better at it. They, mm. they want to make more and more money. There's an endless... You can never be the... Like, stand-up is great because you can never... You never feel like you've mastered it. Right. And and I think money's great because there's always more and more to get. So these guys... Like, it's, a, it's a way for type A personalities to just throw themselves into something that they'll never fully master. 
You know, they, they're addicted. You get addicted to it. We all get addicted right. so to it. So it's just a, it's a game they're constantly it's playing. A game. And they're always looking to be in the black. Yeah, constantly. they like, yeah. I mean, yeah. these, I, I know some guys that work for some very successful guys, and it's just like it's, it's akin to a, a religious experience. That's how they feel the most alive. When they're they, winning. When they're winning, they feel Scoring. the most alive. Like, we yeah. feel really good on stage. That's where we feel alive. Because, well, we feel yeah. really good creating, right? Like, creating. Right yeah. when you have a bit like yeah. this, when you put a bit a bit or or a video clip like the Megan McCain video yeah anything yeah anything when you're putting I do, together yeah. those things you're creating it creating. and then once it launches you're like ha ha we did it yeah we gave birth we we did a thing that was creative and funny and that's why podcasting now thank God because I don't know what the fuck I would do if I wasn't making these little videos and podcasting I don't know what I would do well, because that's where I it's need weird, right? to do, I need this has got to go somewhere these unless you're fucks, right I will get sued these poor fucks that don't have podcasts. Yeah, well, a lot of people, and I have sympathy for them, they kind of, they, they thought that the stage was a constant. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people believe that. Everybody was like, nobody can take away your stand-up. You're like, Bill Burr was like, they can't take away your stand-up or your podcast. Everyone, everyone believed that. And then you never thought about a fucking pandemic. You never thought that, like, one day it would be illegal to gather. How long are you going to wait before you take the Bill Gates vaccine? You know, I will... I'll think about, listen, I'm pretty confident, Joe, I've beaten this and I have antibodies, so I don't know that I need the vaccine. We're going to find out. I think I have it. I'm going to talk big because I think I beat it. But what happens after an hour and a half if it comes back like, nope, I will say the test is, I will say the test is faulty. I will not believe the test. No, I will take the Gates vaccine. My concern is for the tribal women. Yeah, I will take the Gates vaccine. there's going to be a microchip in that? This is what we got to watch. This is what we got to watch. We have to watch these people. Tech people scare me a lot more than financial people because financial people are crooks. You can see them coming a mile away. Tech people think they're doing stuff for the greater good. They're, mm. it's, they're more cult leaders. It's very dangerous when you have all these people that are supposedly altruistic and they're, they have all of these, you know, and they're operating pretty much in the shadows. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know where this money's coming from. Mm. You know, but I'll, t- I'll probably take the vaccine. I'll probably take it. Do you wish during this time that you smoked pot? Yes. Do you ever thought about starting up again? <sighs> no, because I think I would get too paranoid. Yeah, that's part of the fun. I know. Like, I think How do you I... feel about secondhand smoke? Can you handle it? Uh, yeah, smoke it. You smoked last time. It was fine. Beautiful. You smoke whatever you want. Mm. You know? This, is, this keeps me together. No, you got to do it. Mm. I'm going to go on a ventilator while you do that. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to sit here and on, a, on a vent. I would share this with you, Jamie, but you haven't been tested yet. Right. Is Jamie going to get the test, or is yeah, he going to puss? Of course he is. He's going to puss out? Everybody gets the test. Everybody gets the test, man, and you go Security on the list. guys get the test. Everybody really? gets the test today. Great. Yeah. I'm excited, and we know the results right away. 15 minutes, and then Dalia's coming by tomorrow. I'm going to give Dalia the test I'm before excited, the man. fucking show. And listen. I'm like, going to keep him 13 feet away, because I read something online. If anybody, <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I report, you decide. When, if you had COVID right now with this test... Detected? If yes. you had, yes, because you have the antibodies. Right. So, but, but so if I had it now and I yeah. was asymptomatic, it's gonna say, "Hey, your body's fighting off the COVID." Fuck! Wow, interesting. Yeah. So this is the big one. Yeah. Blood. Okay. Test the blood. Yeah, test the blood. And then also they is it a pinprick? Quick they, one or do yeah, they go in real quick? Okay. Pinprick. Okay. They can do the fucking swab of your brain cavity too. That's a little much. Like. That's a little much. Some people go for both tests because they really, 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 really want to know. But the I don't I don't think you need the you got to do the blood first because then you don't need the brain. You know. You know what this has made me concentrate on more things that I enjoy. 
That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've gave it, given up my carnivore diet, even though I really do enjoy the carnivore diet because yeah. I want pasta. Yeah, every now and then you got to do something. I've been doing things. I've been playing a lot, of, a lot more pool. You Listen, know, man, it makes nonsense. Do, do you want to go back on the road like you were? No one does, right? Nobody Not wants really, to be back no. on a plane every week anymore, right? I still love comedy. I want to go on the road, but like we were all on the road every. I was on a plane every Thursday. Well, you kind of have to do it when you're building markets. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to do it. But I've been thinking about doing a residency in L.A. I've well, been sure. thinking about like yeah. literally having shows every weekend in L.A. and then occasionally going on the road, like <clears throat> like getting a small theater. And I remember who used to do that. Was it um, Eddie Izzard? It might have been Eddie Izzard who did. Uh, he did a residency in L.A. right off of La Cienega where he was performing almost every weekend. It's a good yeah. idea. Not a bad idea if you have like a 500-seat I think once things shit. open up again and people can start flying and yeah. things normalize to a degree. Was it Eddie? Yeah. People can, people, yeah, people can come out yeah. again. and At the uh, Trepany house. So he had a mini residency back in 2012. That's what it was. Yeah, because I mean, the, the amount of traveling that I was doing, now I think to myself, I'm like, you just put yourself at a lot of risk out there. You wear yeah. your immune system down. Well, it's also, it's a drag. But, yeah. but there's people that are like, they're in Milwaukee or Cleveland or whatever. They, they, can't, afford, they can't afford to come to LA of and course. get a fucking hotel room and all that of shit. Of course. You're going to want to come to them every now and then. You have to. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like all that 20 weeks a, a year that's that's a lot i was on the i think i had 37 booked this year and then a lot of them went away already and probably more of them will the worst seven weeks i mean it's crazy the worst i had was when i was doing the ufc 22 weekends a year jeez yeah that was crazy that's a lot that was like every other weekend i was flying and then stand-up too right? yeah but yeah. i wasn't doing as much stand-up because those were the days also when i wasn't at the store okay that was when i was banned from the store okay and it was also the days where i i I just had a dumb idea that I could just do theaters on Friday night and do it like every weekend and right. I'd be fine. Yeah. And it really wasn't. No, you wasn't, gotta, you gotta wasn't work enough. it out. Yeah. Wasn't enough. Yeah. Stand up just it's like uh if you ran every weekend, are you in shape? Right. You know, you're in kind of shape. You're partially. You can run every weekend, but right. you're not ready to rock. You're not ready to go. Yeah, you're not ready yeah. to go. And that's how stand-up is, too. It's like you can feel comfortable enough. People are coming to see you. You can go on stage and perform. But stand-up is like there's no real shortcuts. No. To, to do it right, you got to do it. You got, first of all, I believe a bunch of things, and they're not true with everybody, but I think you have to go to the clubs. Yeah. And I think you have to go on stage at least four days a week. And I think you have to write, and I think you have to listen to your material. Now, you can get away with not doing one or two of those things. Yeah. But those seems, they seem to be the core tenets for doing your best work. 100%. I, I, I figured out, like, I, I build stuff on a podcast sometimes. Like, I will talk. Want one of these, Jamie? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll talk for an hour a week on a podcast. That's a great way to kind of build something. Yeah, that, that's, that's a great you know? way. Stanhope told me yeah, that so, he And I listen that. to my podcast back. Oh, okay. And then pick out chunks of it that I'm like, oh, that could be funny. Well, your podcast too. One of the things that I like, you yeah. do, it's almost like you work yourself into a trance. Yes. Where you just yes. a ranting trance. Yes. It's you, yes. Yeah. It seems like you have to build up momentum. I do. I do. I don't talk to anyone for the whole day. <laughs> it's true. I'll talk to anyone for the whole day, and then when my producer comes over with the studios in the apartment, and then we just, I just kind of go. 
Right. I have all this pent up and I just go. And that's like, you know, that's worked really well because it, it can be really funny. Yeah. That's what it's really funny because it's just like out there raw. Sometimes the funniest stuff is just, I haven't ever said it before. And you don't have guests. On I don't your have show. guests. I so don't. You're yeah. doing it like Burr, yeah. which is real interesting. Yeah, it's just me. I think that's really strong for developing material. It, it's, yeah, and it's fun. You know, people come to me and go, that's fun. Like, it's not a. It's people go, there's enough of it that's really funny. And then sometimes yeah. it's ludicrous. I'm being right. ludicrous. But, they, but yeah. they they give you that room. Yes. Yeah. They have that room. Delia does that too. Yes. Delia just, and Theo does a lot yeah. of that too. Just ranting. Yeah. Because I'm, some I'm a horrible interviewer. Ah, it's, no. Yes. You're not. I'm you not just, horrible. No, you just don't do it. I just don't do it enough. Dude, I fucking sucked at it for years. Go back and listen to the early podcast. Yeah. I was not good at it. You don't know when you're being annoying. I'll interview somebody and I'll ask them a question and then I'll answer it. Yeah. And I'll go, you know what? It's yeah. a, what you know, and that's a but problem. But that's because you have a thought and you want to run with it. Right. It's just, it's different things, yeah. right? And like the ones I do with Joey are different than the ones I do with Duncan, which are different than the ones I do with Dalia right. or with you. It's right. like you have a dance you're doing with everybody and- Sometimes it's hard to figure out what what steps you're taking. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's tricky. I, I've done some good ones. We've had some. We have some good interviews in the archive. But like a lot of times, I got to be very interested. Yeah. Because if I'm like sometimes I've had I've had an XCIA agent on. I was very interested. Right. Oh, okay. When when somebody comes on and I'm not super interested in it, I yeah. can't. It's very hard for me to still it. do it right. right which is the great thing about your shows when you bring people on you give a fuck about what they're saying that seems to be the key yes like that's the key like if anybody ever said like how did your podcast get successful i think two things one i only talk to people that i want to talk to right. so no one's pushing anyone on me and people have pushed people on me and it's not worked out well the times that i've done it for favors it's not good yeah. There's been some bad ones that yeah. that were just I wasn't interested in what they yeah. had to say and I did it because someone was like really trying to get me to have someone on. I got to do I have to talk to the people that I want to talk to. It has to be my idea because I've got to really be engaged. I've got to and sometimes people have brought me ideas for guests and it was good ideas and I was really engaged. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's not that I'm not open to suggestions, but that it seems to be I have to genuinely want to do it. Then it seems that uh, while it's happening, I have to really be engaged in the conversation. Like I have to, it yeah. has to be, or if it's not organic, man, people get it. They know when you're yeah. hosing them. Yeah. You know? Well, people know that. Yeah. And most people in their life, which is kind of what we've created lives where we can kind of be yeah. authentic. Like we can kind like most people have to file into certain whether it's an office or wherever, and they have to just tolerate bullshit. Yes. And they have to talk to people they don't like. Mm -hmm. And you've created a, a life where if you're not interested in what somebody has to say, you don't have to speak to them. Well, it's also, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get things wrong. And this is what people have to understand. Like, you're, everyone's going to get things wrong if you talk as much as I do. But I think I'm real honest about when I get it wrong. So, right. like, you have to be able to say, like, oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah. Or, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to get it wrong. It's just you're going to get better at being you, right? right. Like you're right. you're yeah. really good at being you for yeah. these rants that yes. you do. Yeah, Burr's really good at being himself yes. for those rants. Amazing. He's yeah. he's probably the best at just no pauses. Yeah, no holds just bar. No yeah. holds bar. Just yeah. runs right through subjects yep. with it's no great. preparation. It's great. 
Yeah, yeah. he's developed, a, and Stanhope's really good at it too. Like, the, Amazing, like Stan, yeah. Stanhope, yeah. his podcast, yeah. he kind of developed yeah. because he doesn't have open mic nights. Right. Yeah, I use it because in LA, you know, it's there's just is less stage time than you would have some other places. Even though there's enough, you could do enough. And I was doing a lot on the road, but like it's more fun for me mm -hmm. to just go off. You're getting very less fun. stage time in LA than you were in New York. New York, you can get up a, 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 a crazy amount. Really? Well, there's so many clubs. You can run from club to club to club to club. I mean, guys like Mark Norman can do like 13 spots in a night. I mean, that's inhuman. But that's why he's you know he's so good. It's like you, yeah. you do so much. I like the amount of stage time I get here because the podcast is, is a great way to build longer form bits mm -hmm. than just running where I have to get a laugh in front of an audience. But you could do both, right? Of course. So you could do the podcast in New York and then just do 20 spots a night. Yes. Do you think that would be the way to go? Is that the best way no, to do it? Uh, no, I, I think it depends what you how what your act is, right? Mm -hmm. So if your act is quick, boom, boom, jokes, boom, 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 yeah. a repetition is probably better. But sometimes it's better to, to, to let an idea ruminate mm -hmm. uh, on a podcast and then to do maybe longer sets less frequently. People mm. might want to build that way. It's so individual, man. There's no like one way yeah. to do it. You I, know? I completely agree. And I think yeah. that there's like a there's almost like a formula where um, getting on stage is a hundred, right? Yeah. In terms of like the amount of value you get for your effort, standing on getting on stage is a hundred, and writing is maybe thirty or forty. Yeah. But if you do it enough, it accumulates money in the bank. Right. You know, in terms of like numbers in the bank. Got to do it. To get, and I think that listening to a set is worth like 40 or 50. So writing's worth like 30 or 40. Listening yeah. to a set's like worth like 40 or 50. And getting on stage's worth 100. Yeah, Ralphie May did a great talk at, uh, I think, I forget where it was. It may, maybe the Comedy Store, maybe the Improv, I don't know. But he did a talk on stand-up where he said he used to play a game with himself where like he'd give himself points if he did a new tag. Oh, or, you know, and then he said something interesting. He goes, he goes. When's the last time you've, you've gotten on stage with five minutes just new material, and nothing else? He goes, because the first time you got on stage, you had five new minutes. Yeah. So it was the first time you got on stage, you had the balls to get up with five new minutes. Mm -hmm. And he goes, so when's the last time you've gotten up with just five new minutes off the top, off the? And it makes you think. It's like, yeah, it's you know, that's a ballsy move to go out with just a new five and go. I'm just good doing this. Yeah, and it's always bad in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we're all going to be starting over again when we get? I mean, not starting over, but when we get back on stage, it's going to be. It it's gonna be it's so the longest weird. a lot of us have gone. Oh yeah, man. yeah. The, I think I went through when I when I was like in my twenties and I had ACL surgery for the first time. That was like uh, ninety fuck early nineties. When uh, I had never been off stage for like two weeks before. Right. So two weeks later, after knee reconstruction, I was going on stage with crutches on. I was like, fuck it, I'm going up. Wow. I was like, I'm going up. So I'd go on stage and hobble with a knee brace on. Yeah. Two weeks after surgery, just I'm like, to, yeah. I'm a, I you can't, have to do I it. I cannot be off stage. But then I went. I forget why, but I went even more than that one time in like the early 2000s. I think I went a whole month, a month plus. I'm trying to remember like what's the longest time it's ever been. I think with me it's a, f a few weeks. For a lot of us, a few weeks. Some people do get get do like maybe a TV thing or movie, and it's like a month. But it's it. This is going to be the longest stretch. I think I've gone more than a month. Yeah. But I'm not sure how long. Whether it was two months. If you had to bet, what when do you think our feet touch a stage again? <sighs> Late May. And I think really. Yeah, and I think there's going to be some weird shit where you're going to have like one table, and then there'll be like three empty tables, and then another table like a line of wow. people. Wow. There'll be like dot dot 
dot, dot, dot. Do you think everyone's going to be in a dot, mask? Dot. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be wearing masks. Dude, that's going to be creepy as fuck. So weird. And then they're going to be. Are we going to have to have on. masks? No. Dude, I don't know, man. This is a post apocalyptic stand up. Everyone's right, got a what mask. If, what if there's a flu that's 50% as deadly as well, COVID? I mean, let's worry about the one we have now, is bad enough. I know, but Paul, <laughs> but it's not. We it's, have see, a the pandemic. Thing, the thing is, like, the, the, the numbers of people yeah. that have died of the flu this yeah. year are way higher. For now. For now. For now. Yeah. For now. For yeah. now. But it's going to go. But up. my point is. Like, if we are upset that the amount of people that have died from COVID-19, if this is the last person that dies, and it won't be, surely, but if this is the last person that dies, what would be, how close would the flu have to get to that for us to take commensurate measures? Like, if we found, yeah. like, if, if, if the flu, like, I don't know what the number is, and I don't think they know entirely how many people get infected versus how many people die, because I don't think they really know how many people get infected. And if you, COVID, they were saying that as much as 70% of the people that get it are asymptomatic. So how many people really get it? So if that means, how many, maybe there's a lot more people that got it and then they're just not showing symptoms. Or is it, we don't have accurate data. I think it's probably, we don't have accurate data. Right. I think, they, I think yeah. a lot of people definitely get it and don't have any symptoms because there seems to be a lot of evidence of that. But I don't think they know how many people got it. We might have like a very small number of people that have got it. And out of those people, the vast majority show no symptoms. But it might be like 1% of the population has been infected. We don't part even of, know. Part of the problem of keeping everyone on a lockdown is that nobody's developing immunity. That's part of it. That's yeah. part of the issue, right? So you're slowing the spread of this. But it's too dangerous to give people that option. Of course. Of course. But eventually you're going to have to start opening the economy. People carefully going out with masks and things like that. I, th I think for sure, but I think here's something. Is takeout that, safe? They've told us that's safe. I order that. How could I think it be? it's safe. How could it be it's if not there's safe. things on surfaces? That's what I mean. But Somebody are they really? On your egg roll. It, but, but here's the deal. On that Diamond Princess cruise ship, oh. only 17% of people got it. And those people are living together very close quarters like a Petri dish. Yep. And they're um, they're all breathing recirculated air. Yeah, but only 17% of people Crazy. got it. Crazy. So How I, is that possible? Because I don't think it's as transmissible as we think. Bro, imagine I don't being think it stuck is. on one of those cruise ships Dude, with this people was, coughing yeah, in the it's distance. It's horrible. It's horrible without a pandemic. Yeah. But I don't think... But be, imagine right now, because yeah. I'm high, so let me yeah. think. If I'm in a boat right now, right? So I'm, I'm in this metal thing, which is in the middle of the dark ocean. Yeah. Especially at nighttime. Yeah. Right? Horrible. So you're in this thing floating around, literally in the center of the goddamn ocean. Yeah, so, For yeah. some strange reason, you've agreed yeah. to be on this this <laughs> metal yeah, it's, thing it's a floating, that floats. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. It's first gross. Of all, it's gross. Metal floating makes zero sense. Yeah. A giant metal thing floating. And you're Look there at with all the, those fucking people. And you're there with the worst people in the world. And if you fall off the side, you're dead! Some people try to kill themselves. You know what's really, this is true. Some guy tried to kill himself on the boat. <gasps> this is how sad this was. They saw him. And they caught and him. They caught him and they, they brought Spun him back around. on the boat. Oh my God. So like literally at the buffet the next day, everybody's like, that's the guy that tried to kill himself. Like how, <gasps> oh how God. horrible is that? <laughs> You're back. You're back. Oh, oh you got, imagine God. being at a breakfast buffet after the last, you know? Sorry, guys, I was having a rough night. One guy killed his wife on a cruise because I went on the Impractical Jokers cruise. I went on one cruise, and it was just to perform, right? Me and a bunch of other comics went. And uh, and I, we were talking to some of the cruise people, and they said one guy pushed his wife off the side. <gasps> yeah. And then <sighs> he just he didn't care. He went to like 80s night. He was dancing. Oh he just God. pushed his wife right off the side. Jesus Christ. Dude, cruise people are sick. They're sick people. 
some people are sick. Like some yeah. people could do that. Now, here's the thing. We're thinking about it like it's the ocean. I right. want you to think about it like it's space. Okay. Imagine if if there was this ship that was going through space, but space was just like, it was almost like there was air around you where you could kick someone off the side and they would right. just fall to forever. Right, right. That's You're doing the same thing. Yeah. You just you're allowed. You, would you be terrified? Oh my god! Yeah, and if you heard would someone you cough, go? would you've heard someone cough? Oh my god! What would you do? What would you do if you were on a spaceship and you heard someone coughing? And it would <sighs> you got to stay. You got to stay two weeks before yeah. you get back before to the planet. I think you got to stay in your little in your little cube. Like you got to stay in your little room. Everyone on the Grand Princess was sequestered in their room. Honestly, how is that different? You being on yeah. a spaceship in the middle of the sky, yeah, and and you hear someone it's coughing, not, it's and you're not like, that different. We got to get out of here. There's a sick person on this spaceship. It's not that different. How much different is it? It's not that different. I he, right? I would say this. I would say less pig trash people could afford to go to space. For now, for now, back in the fucking Titanic days, it was a yeah. crazy thing to be able to get in a boat and right. and make your way across the country. Yeah. It's now true. you're a peasant. That sh that scares you choose me. To just travel? space cruises, which is disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. But but the people. My point is, it's not like the uber wealthy people that are getting on these cruise ships. No, it's animals. <laughs> it's savage it's animals. They're they're fat pig. I could have been a personal <laughs> trainer on the boat. I mean, people are looking at me. They're like, "How do you do it?" You know? No, it's a they're real going to party. They're going to have they're a good grotesque. time. And you know what's the funny thing? On that boat, there was a little library, and I walked in. I'm like, has anyone checked out a book? And the guy goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, has anyone ever checked out a Like, who's checking out a book? They have a library in the cruise ship. And it's not even good books. It's trashy romance novels, but none of these people can read. I mean, what, what is the drug policy on one of those cruise ships? Can you bring weed on board? I think you can bring whatever you want. I mean, it depends, right? It depends if you dock at a con like. Yeah, but in international waters, what are the deals? I don't like know. Weed? They don't search. I don't know if they search your bags. I mean, people were bringing food on board. That was disturbing. That's another thing, right? Like you're not in America. No, you're in international waters, and then you dock like outside of this fake little town in Mexico, <sighs> where they literally bought the beachfront, and it's a third world country, and they drive you past roosters and shoeless guys running around. Jimmy, what are you showing me? Uh, Doug, Doug Stanhope, booze suit when he was. Oh, on a that's cruise. right. He got on the cruise and he. Dude, he, he came on. I think he, he went taped on the booze yeah. to his body, right? Yeah, all over it, like drugs. Yeah. So what does he got? It bladders of like gin. <laughs> bladders. <laughs> bladders and bottles this of This is a good booze. move. So he bought like those hiking bladders that you put in your backpack where you drink water out of, and he like filled that. them with booze. But he's on a cruise ship where they have all this booze. Yeah, but he wants the real deal stuff. You know, they're going to water it down. They do? Yeah. They don't I mean, give you dude, shots? Uh, I think they do some. That's even more outrageous. I think if they you don't let watch. you booze it up. Yeah. Dude, if I'm on a boat, I'm getting drunk. Well, I'm sure there's different kinds of cruises, but the ones we're talking about, like yeah. Carnival. Like you know, like if the you ones were on those, wouldn't you want to be hammered? Well, there's I'd people. That's why, dude. That's why people are like, oh, why are people leaving their houses? There are people that are like, if I can't go on a cruise and get fucked up, I don't want to yeah. live. Why? If... There are those people right now. They're like, I if I can't live? go to Applebee's, Is I don't want to the... live. Yeah, there's people that are not having a great time in America. How many people are like weekend cruise people? Like every weekend they go on a cruise somewhere. I was on. I'm telling you, I did a the practical <laughs> joke. There was an old lady, and she <laughs> goes, you know, D don't take Carnival. It's very bad. We've taken it twice. It was horrible times. Oh, Norwegian's good. Yeah, they just they just they're cruise people. I mean, just the lowest caliber of human being to have ever drawn a breath. <laughs> now, what is, what is, <laughs> how much is how much is the cruise worst. cost? Like, if you want fifty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's like.
like no money. It's the it's the okay. Let's let's say if you're it's going, for people that just got out of prison. Let's say if you're gonna leave Mexico and you where would you go? Where would you go? Like South America? Somewhere? No, you don't leave Mexico. You, you, you leave like you just go out in the ocean and then you just come back to some fake town. Like we went to Costa Maya. Look up Costa Maya, Mexico. Costa Maya, Mexico is a place that's owned. The cruise ships just own this little beachfront. Okay, so it's like a trip. Like you float around the water, and then you come back, and you come back, and then they just have these little stands on the beach. <laughs> Wait a minute, this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, dude. Cruises to Mexico from a hundred nine dollars yeah. a person. Yeah. What did you think it was? For how, how many days? Like seven days. No. Yeah, dude. Is that real? Of course. Oh, my God. Look at the big warning, though. The COVID warning. Oh. Blow that up. Yeah. What does it say, James? They're like, you'll die if you do this. People don't care. Plenty. Uh, oh, please be aware of any co uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, travel advisories, and view updates from the World Health Organization due to unprecedented volume of travel disruptions, refunds may take up to 30 days to process. Which by that point, you'll be dead. They'll so be like 30 are days. Are allowed is... to take cruises right now? Yeah, they're just like lie about your symptoms. They're but like look, just. They, this is the next one they have available. It seems like August 30th is the first one they have available. Yeah. So they're banking on August 30th. Dude, that boat's already cruises. full. People are going bro, on that boat. Bro. Dude, August you, 30th is going to be a party. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They're going to get on in hospital gowns right from the ER. They no, don't care. You know what they're going to do? They're going to do all the people that have survived. Yes. It's going to be a survivor party. We, all, we beat it. They also would have the antibodies. Of so course. They could party. They're all going to have the bracelets. They'll be in yeah, hospital gowns on the beach. But you know there's going to be one dude who lies about it? Everybody's going to lie. He's going to come back because there's a girl. They're going to be fake bracelets. She's hot. Yeah. He wants to fuck her. So he told her, yeah, I've and got she's, it. And she's worry. not hot, but she's a girl. She's hot enough. <laughs> it's fine. She's hot enough for him to cause genocide. Yes. So he's going to come back <laughs> with this virus. He's going to kill us all. He's going to destroy he's gonna everybody. He's going to kill us all because he wanted to fuck this chick and but, he's going to lie about having it. And she's got a, a new advanced form that it doesn't do anything to people that have already had it right but as soon as it gets into a new person it kills them it makes so much sense that the virus that'll get rid of us as a planet come from a cruise the most disgusting <laughs> unnecessary i mean dude Imagine this has nothing to do with happens. the water i thought it'd be like tropical have something to do with the water it's nothing to do with the water it, you don't nobody swims like nobody gets to the island and swims it's kind of a dump people just go on and buy <laughs> shitty jewelry they buy fake jewelry dude there's a tv in your room on a cruise and when you Turn it on. It's just commercials for shit you can buy when you dock at the island. Oh, my God. It'll be a guy who's like, I've been in the cruise and jewelry industry for 20 years. It's like, that's not an industry. Dude, the cruise is $100. Yeah, it's $100. <laughs> and they buy garbage jewels because it's tax-free. cruise, Jamie? That was the three to five days section. That three is to five insane. days, hundred bucks. Five days for a hundred bucks. Dude, you can't even all, live. All you can for eat. hundred bucks of uh, five days just for food. <laughs> all you can eat. All you can eat. Yes, yeah, and probably insane. all you can drink. Everything's Come free on. except for alcohol. That might okay, so you be the craziest thing we've ever read on this show. That's why people are like, "Oh, cruisers going out of business." I'm like, "I'll tell you, they're not. They're not dollars. That's a vacation for somebody who's fucked." So, but wait a minute. It's not all booze included. No, you got to pay for booze. That's where Food they make their money. Booze, yeah. That's why so they that's sneak they it on. Money. That's why they sneak it on. Oh, that's how they make their money. So it's, the 25 yeah. bucks a day is just to, come on, we're friends. Yeah. Four days. That's 25 just, bucks a day, yeah. 100 bucks. That's just unlimited fried food to throw in, down your throat. Three to five days for $100. 109. Imagine and, five days of food. 
for $109. They probably encourage you to get off the wagon. Like, what are you doing? Are you drinking water? Yeah, well, I'm clean and sober for 15 uh, years. They now. don't tolerate that. What the fuck They're are like, you doing? It's on this a boat, party. Man? It's a carnival, haven't you heard? Yeah. You don't, don't need worry. to see your kids. Get fucked up. Just get fucked up and we'll give you Ibogaine. Dude, you know that in a cruise boat, there's a little cruise jail? Swear to God. They have a cruise jail? They have a cruise jail. If you do something, sometimes you got to go in the cruise jail until they can dock and have the authorities come get you. See, if you murder your wife. You do something like that, you go into the, the cruise threw jail. his wife overboard, He's, they throw him in the cruise jail? They, he went to cruise jail. Ooh. Look, there's a water slide. Look at these people. Hi. See, this is in We're the 80s, I guess, when it made sense. When did they start these things? Dude, there's comics that perform on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They live in hell. Yeah. There's, um, <laughs> when, <laughs> there's something about it. It's just, it's so strange. And when I was in Italy, yeah. three-day cruises for 325 bucks. That was when it first started. Yeah, 85. That was 1985. Well, it's that's what it was, now. yeah. It's probably like air travel. It when was I like, was in Venice, they were, they were the people that, there were locals there, first of all. I mean, I'm an intruder. We're all intruders. There's too many, too many right. tourists. It's like. But they relied on it, too, so it's real strange. They got That's their economy. But it's also, it used to be more quaint, and then what happened is whenever a cruise ship would pull up, you would get, what, two, 3,000 people yeah. would come pouring out at once? Yeah. And so when we were there, two cruise ships docked, and it was crazy. <sighs> and crazy. Then Venice the is this beautiful city, and then you have this grotesque cruise ship with, like, paintings of dolphins on the <laughs> side. It's so white trash, <laughs> like... America just and, and then they would up. fill these river boats and they would get into the canal area Ugh. and they would filled with people yeah and they would drive around staring and pointing at things you'd be like wow this is nuts well now that they're not around you have like things are coming back into the Venice canals like dolphins and, I know you know but I know all these idiots are like oh isn't that nice it's like it's nice but the world economy's <laughs> collapsed it's See, not a good trade off there's the people got addicted to people coming in the tourists yeah but if they only had a, like a limited number it should be like a house party like after 100 people you can't cut get it in. off yeah you can cut it off you can't have cruise ships yeah because they, they kept hitting the docks too no they but the you, docks like yeah twice. but you're gonna need them they're coming back hard <laughs> cruises are coming back so big after this i'm telling you, you think so people are gonna feel in we're catchers. a sick country and people are all over the world people are wild and people are gonna want to Go on. There are people that love cruises. They think they've discovered a gold mine. They'll be like 109 People will tell you, I took a cruise for $160. It's so embarrassing that they would say that. But they say that. And you're like, you're an animal. Well, if you're a non-drinker, though, it must but be But here's amazing. the thing. It's so fun. There's a certain group of people in the world who've accepted they're animals. Right. And then it's just fun. How many people are on cruises that are on a cruise every day because it's cheaper than being homeless? If you Great to, point. If you go to a cruise every day, if you're on a cruise every day, you, you're really <laughs> only spending like a buck fifty a week. That's carnival. You spend 150 bucks a week. You get a room and you get all the food you can eat. That Fuck. is a crazy deal. Can you imagine? It's a cure for homelessness. And carnival they have cruises there. Yeah. Do they have booze 24 hours a day or do they oh, have a cutoff yeah. time? No. So it's like Vegas. Yeah. Of course. Do See, what you want. Imagine that. The freedom of being on this boat, this metal thing floating around the ocean. Yeah. That's where you live. Where do you live? I live on the Carnival Cruise Line. There are people that do that, Joe, that literally live on a boat all year round. Why not? You, yeah. should, you should be on a cruise well, every day Well, why not is because you're a person. <laughs> That's the why not is because you're a person. But if you're not, there are people that, dude, the level of big on those boats, those are big boys and girls. Like Disneyland. Four, five hundreds. Yeah, when you I see mean, people on scooters. I saw scooters? a scooter and they were going on the boat. On the boat? They were going up the ramp onto the boat. There's something fucked oh up about God. being on a vehicle and then somebody on another vehicle. <laughs> 
<laughs> World's longest cruise set sail from London. Oh, yeah. Christ. They left in September on a 245-day cruise. Do you think that they're still out there? They had oh, to come back. Oh, they're they still would be, out there. They'd be safe if they're... They're all dead. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a Viking ship. The ship is just coughing at this Look point. Look at the size of it. Look at that. Go back. Is that a video? Picture, yeah, a video. Go, go back to the size of it when they pull up. Would, would they have Viking, Carnival? Is this a Viking? Yeah, look how big. But it looks like the name Viking is perfect for something like that. The Imagine Oasis if, of the Seas is the big yeah, Viking. If that, if that was filled with Vikings and it came pulling into your shore, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but this is not Vikings eating herring. And, you know, <laughs> this is people who are just, there are more chefs. Yeah, Viking sun, that's what it is. There are more chefs on that boat than doctors in the places they're going. Like, they're pulling up to an island with, like, two doctors, and they've got 65 people cooking. So is this thing still out there? That's what I was asking. I mean, I just was Googling, like, how the, long was the longest trip. A lot of them, they're not, letting them they're not letting them dock. This was $92,000 per person. This was a lot that's of money. A, that's a big one. $92,990 per person, which includes business class, airfare, meals, and a free excursion in each port of call. So these people just decided to live on this thing. For a year. For almost a year. And see the world. How many days, Jamie? 245. Oh, ships free of kids and casinos. Interesting. Wow. That's See, interesting. These are the higher end ones, even though they're gross, too. Yeah. No, ki no kid or casino. Is that what it said? Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of cruises, uh, a lot of it's gambling. It's a lot of people that want to gamble. But this is a fairly small thing, right? It's like 900 people. It's interesting, too. They have a world-class lecture. They have like TED Talks going on in there. <gasps> That's maybe interesting. Like, maybe they knew something was coming. Let me tell you, right? Yeah, they, yeah. The Bill but Gates actually, is on the boat talking about it. He's like, don't worry. We're getting everybody. <laughs> nobody needs HPV. Bill's got you covered. Yeah. Tribal I mean, folk. Dude, there were no TED Talks on the boat I was on. But imagine, that's a great idea. Like, if you were an older person, like a couple, and you're like, you know, your kids leave the house. Let's do like, a year. Let's hang out together. Yeah. Let's, let's do a year on a boat let's together. Do a year. But, dude, you, uh, screaming uh, while they're drunk, right? Around the third or fourth week, you go, what the fuck are we what doing? What the fuck are we what doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Dude, there's something weird looking out and just seeing water. Yes. There's something weird. Forever. And going... Is there a doctor on this? <laughs> and if something happens, what kind of doctor? What yeah. kind of doctor works on Carnival Cruise Line? <laughs> what kind of, you know what I mean? It's not the best. It's not the best doctor. Allegedly, yeah. He, he might I be mean, amazing. He might be guy who that's his, oh, his calling. Can you imagine being sick and being in the Carnival Cruise doctor's office? You'd be like, just throw me overboard. He'd probably experiment on people. Oh. God, that's where Gates is fucking using the vaccines. <laughs> He's putting them in fat people on Carnival Cruise Line. They can't find a vein. They can experiment with people in exchange for a free fare. Yeah. I mean, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever done. I did it three nights. I performed. Those are great. Salvacana is a great dude. He invited us all. He also does stand-up. He's one of the jokers. And we, 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 but, I mean, it's a wild party over there. And after three days, you're like, get me off. Ooh. Get me back. And we, we, we left out of New Orleans, which is cool. Did you do it with Kreischer and yes. Uh, Ari? Yes. Yes. How fucked up does Burke get on a boat? You know, I'm trying to remember. I don't remember being more fucked up or less fucked up than usual. I think he was just... <laughs> I don't know. Was he? He was. He was drinking. I think it was right after Sober October. Yes, that's right what after Sober October. He was having fun. Yeah, he was enjoying himself. But he know, goes, he's never like too. He like, goes hard in the paint. Yeah, I mean, he always handles himself well, though. What's amazing about Bert is how good a shape he's in. Oh for yeah, the amount of booze and he well, does. He, run, he runs a lot. Yeah, but I was telling him, I was like, dude, your body is so robust. He's got. He's tough. Yeah. Like if you didn't drink at all, you would probably be a savage. Yeah. Well, he was very in shape young. Well, he was in yeah. shape for sure, but I'm yeah. saying like the the kind of like work 
he's making his body go through every day. Yeah. Every day he's making his liver process right. I know. all that hooch. At the end, it's tough. It's, that's but you also said work. earlier that he shouldn't speak publicly if not drunk. <laughs> no, he should drink. So, I mean, he should drink every time little, he says yeah. something. It's He's better that way. I guess it's out there somewhere, that ship. Eight Canadians allowed to disembark from Viking Sun cruise ship in Gibraltar for repatriation. What the hell happens to the rest of them? For, for repatriation. What's that? Imagine you're going to live in Gibraltar. Jesus. Well, what is it? Quarantine? Like, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, it sounds hilarious. It just sounds like something from a Game of Thrones book. <laughs> yeah, Look, re repatriation. This, this has been announced by the government, yeah. which says that this follows a request from the Canadian High Commissioner in London for Gibraltar's health help in repatriating the seven passengers and one crewman. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck. Number six says the disembarkation took place in the bay, not alongside the cruise terminal. It, so they, yeah. they went to a smaller boat in the bay, and it's, then were probably brought to the... Yeah, it says that there's no cases of COVID-19 on board the Viking Sun, which had submitted a clear maritime declaration as therefore cleared to enter the port. That would be what would happen. Yeah. There would be a virus that runs through us like fire through bushes, Yeah, and they would repopulate the earth with these TED Talk people on this fucking cruise yeah. line oh, God. for 245 days. Jesus. That might be what it is. Well, that's how you usher in the movie Idiocracy, if the only people that survived are, 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 no, are but, cruise pigs. But these are, the, <laughs> these, are, these are the TED Talk cruise pigs. They're a different okay, breed. Okay, you're right about that. And so they're, they're also spending $93,000 yeah. to do this thing but for 245 days. But they're all probably days. older. They're probably older. There's probably only a few young people that oh, are right. doing there's that. no eggs. Yeah, there's no eggs on that boat. No eggs. Dude, it's the crew. Right. It's got to be the crew. The crew fucks their way and out And those of are weird, too. <laughs> the crew. The crew, the crew is all people that, look, that, that work at the fucking People that work sanctuary. on cruises are weird, too, man. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. Like, uh, it's odd. They're, yeah, they have to be. Those just are guys that partied, and they're just like, what if this was every night forever? And you're I like, ran into a comic. At the port, I was uh, I was with the missus on vacation. Yeah, and I ran into a comic at a port in Mexico, and uh, he had just gotten off this boat, and the dude looked like someone stole some of his essence, like really? something. They looked like someone had taken like ten to fifteen percent of his what what makes him a person. And he'd been, he was he's been working down. on the yeah. boat. Well, it wasn't like running into someone at tough. Hilarities in Cleveland. No, like, no. what's up? Oh, Some fun how's club. Shows? I love oh, that club. Great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking shows yeah. are awesome. This was not that. There was no. not that happy feeling. Yeah, it no. was like, ugh. It's like rough. Off the fucking bur and it's realizing, like, this is what I'm doing for a living now. I'm, this I'm, is a tough one. Yeah. I'm on a boat. I'm entertaining the worst people in the world in the middle of the ocean. This is yeah. Do you know who loves those things, though? Again, who? shout out to Alonzo Bowden. Alonzo Bowden goes on jazz cruises. God, well, those may be different. That might be different. People that like is. jazz, I mean, that's a little different. They're just people that go, I want to spend $35 to go on a vacation with my family because <laughs> yeah, I can different. eat on a, on a floating thing. Yeah, that's different. I mean, they don't even go and, like, do anything cool. Yeah, you'd have to have a cruise, and the cruise would have to be populated by, it would have to be, like, people that are into shit you're into. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of those. Like there's there's there, there's all kinds of cruises. I mean, dude, there's like I mean, there's like sick cruises. There was like there was there's a Walking Dead cruise where people dress up like zombies. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that's crazy. What if we did a working comedian cruise? You should do a JRE cruise. Where, well, only yeah. only people that are actual comedians yeah. and their uh significant others. Interesting. Interesting. We'd hate each other. 
by the time, yeah. five days and this floaty thing in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone I think would it, yell at Bert. We'd have to like we'd have yeah. to have a sit down. Yeah, someone be really mad if at Bert. You're not on time. You get left. So how many people are going to get left at the first port? You know? Oh yeah, Bobby Lee's never <laughs> making it on board. Yeah, a lot of people would not. <laughs> Tony Hinchcliffe's barely going to make it on. Yeah, it would be it would be bad. <laughs> it would be bad. Comics are all irresponsible. Very much. The funny ones in particular. Oh yeah, super the, yeah. irresponsible. Yeah, most most of them are. Yeah, most of them are a mess. A lot yeah. of them. Yeah, they would ne- they wouldn't make it on board. But imagine if the only people that survive are the people on that that cruise. Imagine. That would be amazing. That's a that's a Stephen King type of novel where yeah, like just is. the people aboard this cruise ship now have to they but think of how cool that is to be on a cruise ship and sail back to an America where everybody's dead well that would be great they left London though right that's where it leaves it left London 245 days yeah last week it said they had arrived in Bali I was trying to track Dude, information about it imagine you're in the middle of this thing that you've been planning for a whole year I can't believe we're gonna do it oh right. my god we're really gonna do it right we're gonna do 245 days why not the kids are out of the house I love being around right you. Yeah, a great yeah yeah time together. yeah it's it's going to be fun. And you're in the middle of the ocean. You find out the, wall, the world's on fire. How about those guys on that show, Big Brother, who were being kept in isolation, that they reality show in Germany? Yeah. They had no idea. And somebody had to stop them and go, hey, by the way, just yeah. to let you guys know, uh, there's a worldwide pandemic ravaging the plague. Like, that's a crazy... My friend Adam Greentree, the dude who shot that b- water buffalo that's above the, yeah. the, the head up there. Yeah. It's my bow hunting friend from Australia. He was actually in the bush when the shit hit the fan. And he got back to his car and someone had written in the dirt on the window, uh, call home a- ASAP. Something wow. like that. See, is it on his Instagram? Yeah, he actually took a photo of it and put it on his Instagram. So he had no it's idea. It's like that thing right after 9-11. There was dust on a car window. Somebody wrote, right this there. is war. Get home ASAP. Wow. So That's scary Adam, as fuck. But he he goes off the grid. He's a bow hunter. And he goes to these like really remote locations. And he just brings a backpack and like a small tent with him. And water purification and arrows. And he fucking goes. He goes. And he'll go for like six, seven days like that. And so that's one of the things so he, he was didn't. completely, uh, you know, so he, he left before there was even talk of this. So he's got that. That's his back. And that's that it. little backpack said his, this is a very satisfying feeling in having uh, everything you need on your back. First day into some spectacular New Zealand country Insta story uploaded daily. So he was just going up there and and. By himself, with no one with him, no no contact with the outside world. But I guess he was still updating his Instagram. Yeah, who's taking that photo? I, he Must usually posts when he gets back home, usually. But this time he might have been there. Yeah, he's like updating live. it daily. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't know. But either way, so he comes back and he finds that note on his car. I mean, a lot of what he does, he does and he documents for social media because um, one time. Uh, back in the day, it was like two years ago, he was doing this 28-day hunt by himself in uh, Idaho and in Wyoming, including like encounters that he would stream with a fucking grizzly bear. So he had a grizzly bear that was chasing after him. He had a faulty pistol on him. Right. He didn't even know that the pistol didn't work. It had the wrong size right. ammo in it. Yeah. And he, he documented all of it, and we started talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. So he he developed this like really engaged social media following that really gets excited when course, he goes yeah. on when he goes on these trips expeditions uploads yeah. so this is it see that's him with a gun and see that if you could see the gun the the bullet is not in the chamber it's jammed that's why it's open like that and so that what? bullet it wouldn't even fired and, and that's a grizzly bear in the wow. background yeah and 
she's uh, got a cub with her, and she's thinking about fucking him up. And she bluff charges him a couple times, and he tries to get away from her. He tries to walk away, and she followed him. Really creepy shit. What do you do in that instance? What he did, he stood his ground, and, and she came charging at him. He said she got within several feet of him a couple of times before she turned away. Well, so what makes it, what do you think a bear decides like, at that point? They just go, ah, fuck it. You never know, man. Who it's knows? either going to decide it's going to kill you or it's going to it's gonna try to if scare you. If it decides you. to kill you, it's over. It's over. Yeah. It's over. There's it's nothing over. you can do. Yeah. No, especially if you have a, a gun that doesn't work. Well, that's the thing. You'd yeah. have to have a gun. Yeah. They would tear you apart like you would tear, tear apart a little baby chick, like a little little baby chicken. Like yeah, you could yeah, do yeah. That. That's how a bear that's would tear you apart. That's how a bear would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so big, and they, they kill moose. Yeah. They kill deer They're monsters. elk with their face. They just grab a hold of them and rip them apart. Yeah. They're so strong, man. They're, they're, it's it like, fucks you up because they're cute looking. They yeah. look like cuddly, but they are, they're not. They're like a 900-pound Rottweiler. Do you ever watch those things where guys like hug them and live with them? And Assholes. Like, yeah, it's weird. Assholes. Very strange. You crazy fucks. It like, Whitney Cummings was explaining to me how all these tigers are tortured. I didn't really oh, know. I didn't know about all that. I didn't know that they were drugged and stuff. Well, I, I thought in, the tigers kind of liked being showmen. I don't think that's stupid. The ones on Tiger King, yeah, those were drugged. Those I don't think they were drugged. I well, mean, they drugged them, them looked, when they moved them. Yeah, yeah, but they some of them look. They just look. They're in these confined spaces. It looks. It's hell. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. They're wild animals. Well, it's not just that. It's yeah. also they're cats. And if there's anything that cats like more than anything, it's to kill. They love killing shit. Right. And I don't think, I'm not saying that it's great that they kill things. I'm not like glorifying or even joking around about this. I'm just saying, think about what a cat is. Right. Just think about a house cat. House cats are some of the most vicious fucking monsters. They're horrible. They walk the face of the planet. All they want to do is kill. And they're not even yeah. a little hungry. They try to kill you. They swipe at your face. They're trying to kill you. Yeah, they just yeah. know that they're outgunned, so they let it go. Right, right. But they're so small and they kill so much. House cats kill billions of birds and mammals every year, billions of them. Right. Just they go outside and fuck these things up. Yeah, and, of course. And come back inside. And now imagine being something like that, but it's you're 700 pounds. Yeah. And all massive. you want to do is chase things and kill, and you never get to chase things. You never get to kill. You just you put just, it in a, in a cage. Yeah, and they, every now and then they give you a, a bees, you know, a, Walmart, a beef leg yeah, to expired eat. meat from Walmart was yeah. what that guy was feeding them. Bro, and he's, you know, they're tearing this stuff apart and eating it, but they never get to kill anything. Yeah. They want to kill things. That's, that's, that's their nature. Like, You're robbing something of its there. nature. It's like yeah. telling us we can't do stand-up, telling somebody you can't do yeah. the thing you enjoy. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. what you're built to do. Don't touch your penis. Yeah. Don't touch right. <laughs> You're telling them not to do things that yeah. they want to do. And for a cat, it's like you're never giving them that... There's a reason why cats exist, right? They're big and they're 100% carnivorous. They're very, very, very fast. Well, wh why would nature create something like that? Why would nature allow something like that? Because there's too many of the other things. How did the cat become domesticated? Like, how did it become the That's version that we have now, just like kind of a fat, lazy, nasty question. animal? Good question. Good question. And when? When did it? When did that? Because didn't in ancient Egypt they worshipped cats? Worshipped them. Yeah, they were. Cats super. are very interesting. But it's also, you know, they probably were amazed that cats would hang out with them. And I bet they were dealing with, like, servals and shit right. like that. Those yeah. freaky cats that a lot of people keep as pets. Yeah, cool cats. The ones that are never really your pet. Yeah. You know? no. Well, the cat, you never own a cat. Well, you never, never own a cat. Especially those. Cats never care. Those predatory looking servals. Yeah, serval the bangles things. and the servals. Yes. Yeah, of course. You had a bobcat in your yard. Dude. Just walking around. Just walking around. What do you do in that instant? You don't well, care. It's small. My daughter took the photo. I wasn't there. Okay. It wasn't that small. I mean, it was about 
35 pounds. Now, did maybe? she send you the, the photo immediately? Yeah, she sent me the photo. And what, what do you do? Like, do you go get inside? Shit. Like, holy shit. It was my older daughter. So okay. it wasn't. Uh, but the, the, she's smart enough to know. Stay she inside. knows, yeah. But the, the thing about it is, like, they're always going to be around. Like, we live in LA. And yeah. if you if you live in LA, right? If you're in the hills, yeah. you think of the hills. The hit just the that's the cat. There Look at that is. fucking thing. It's cool looking. Yeah. If there's anywhere that has coyotes and everywhere has coyotes. Everywhere. Now, everywhere. Burbank has coyotes. Well they can have bobcats too and they probably do. Yeah. Yeah, there's eagles. There's all there's sorts lines. of shit. There's mountain lions. Down by Ma like by, by Malibu, that area sure. like some of them. Yeah. Sure, dude. There's I mean the thing about Particularly like the whole Los Angeles area. You know, Pasadena has a problem with bears. Bears going really? into people. <laughs> yes, dude. There's a great video of this guy walking, walking down an alleyway on his phone in Pasadena. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he doesn't and he's the bear. There's yeah. a fucking bear right in front like of him. a black bear. And well, California's flag is the bear. Yeah, well, yeah. that's actually a grizzly bear. Interesting. California used North? to have grizzly bears. And the last grizzly bear was killed in Levesque, or the last grizzly bear killed a person in Levesque, California. And it was named after the guy who was the last guy killed by a grizzly bear. And they actually dug him up years later and well, found his bones were destroyed, wow. which was consistent with the grizzly bear where attack. Is, where is that? Is that Northern Levesque? California? It's like, uh, no, it's, it's outside of Bakersfield, like on the, uh, if you off, off the yeah. five. If you fed that bobcat, would it come back? Oh yeah, yeah. People do dummies. Right. Dummies feed them. I knew. I know a dude. His his uh, wife feeds coyotes. She leaves that's crazy. food out for the coyotes. Yeah. But a bobcat like that's fun. <clears throat> They're both crazy. Yeah. Look at these bears in this guy's pool in California. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. great. Good dude, for them. Pasadena. They come down off the mountains. You know, Pasadena is pretty fucking close to the mountains. Yeah. So these are just regular bears, wild bears that live in fucking Pasadena. And what's this? <laughs> what's that sheriff gonna do? <coughs> yeah, do shit, bitch. Pasadena yeah. has everything, man. They got yeah. hawks, they got mountain lions, they got bears, and they have these like really nice. I love this swimming. It's great. Old houses. Have you ever been Pasadena? It's like, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. The the old yeah. Old yeah. Pasadena is amazing. It's great. Yeah. What they say is this is they. I don't know who they are, but they say that uh, the Hollywood the fame people, the famous people in the early days of Hollywood lived there. The actors lived yeah. in Hollywood Hills and the producers lived in lived Pasadena. In Pasadena. Yeah. And so they have these beautiful estates. Yeah, they're gorgeous. And they're oh old. My God. Yeah. Well, it's so like Hancock gorgeous. Park is kind of like that. Have you ever been to Hancock exactly Park? Exactly like that. Beautiful Hancock yeah. Park. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, but Pasadena is just, it's got a feel to it. It's like, oh, wow. This yeah. was like some crazy yeah. rich neighborhood. It has that like stately mm -hmm. feel of like an older, cool neighborhood. Exactly. A lot of people drive Mercedes Benz. Yeah. You know, they're conservative with their money. Oh, yeah. Those are wealthy. They pulled yes. the lever for Reagan. Yes. Yeah. They're uh, liberal at parties, yes. but not when they get in the booth. Yes. They just want to keep that money. There's a lot of L.A. people like that. There's they're, a lot of those people, They're right? woke in the boardroom, but then when they get in that booth, they pull the lever. Dude, they're like, we got to keep that money. Closet conservatives. Big time. There's one, uh, <laughs> this one lady came up to my wife and wanted to talk to her about conservatism because she thought Great. that I was conservative for some strange reason. Yeah. And it was like, like, shh, you know, we're one too. Yeah. We're one of those two. That's so funny. Like no one wants to let anybody know. Yeah, they're like not, they're vampires. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's like half the country is conservative. Yeah. And then the, she, I don't know why she assumed that I was. Well, you talk to anybody. So you talk to people that you disagree with, you agree with, you have people on the show. It's also the way I look, I think, that has... Yeah, that's part of it, too. Of it. You don't have black room glasses, you're not uh, 95 pounds, you're not afraid of saying hello to someone. But 
it's it the well, the whole thing of having two parties. It's crazy. Oh, it's so and I think it might be ending. I mean, not like the the chaos of the moment necessitates solutions that aren't political. Mm. Political solutions aren't going to work. You kind of said it when you said pinning blame on everything like that. The the incentivizing of politicizing everything is not going to work. We just need people that are intelligent and and I think all the systems are, are whether it's technology, whether it's health, it's not the solutions are not political. It's not mm-hmm. electoral politics. Right. It's not elect a senator. It's not elect some idiot who convinced everybody in Texas to vote for him or people in Long Island, New York to vote for him. It's it's finding the some of the people you've had on this show, people in that echelon, and putting them in a room and going, how the fuck are we going to figure this out? Mm. It's not guys that convinced people in Virginia that they were they had their best interest at heart. I mean, it's just an old system. And it needs to be modernized. You might. That's a really eloquent way of putting it. Yeah. But you might have a good point there that hopefully like people recognize this is not serving them to have these like rigid parties on one side and the not other at side. All. And that we would, m- most people are way more nuanced. And most people don't care. They don't. Yeah. Most people are not a, a, a Republican or a Democrat when they're out to dinner. They want to have money. They want jobs. They want to be, you know, we just draw a line and say you have to be this or that. But especially now yeah. with all these different problems, your solutions are not going to come from the the two parties it also solidifies what's really important like everyone says well you know what's really important is family and love and right yeah guess what that is really what's really important it is like it's not that's not just rhetoric yeah that's really important and you realize that when the shit hits the fan like if you're wealthy and trapped in a mansion by yourself and you don't have any friends yes you imagine it's yeah i could i'd love to imagine being trapped by myself (laughs) in a mansion can we arrange that how many days a week do you think you could handle that um seven the what thing would you is, do if no one could visit you? Nobody liked you. I, I, well, no. I mean, listen, people are going to like you with a mansion. That's the benefit of having a mansion. People like you. They tend to like you. You, think you have so? to be a real dick to not have friends in a mansion. Especially if you have parties, right? Yeah, you, be you a- have to be a real asshole for people to go, oh, that guy with the mansion? Fuck him. Let's go somewhere else. So I get what you mean, though. Family. I mean, listen, that stuff does, you know, listen, these are the things that are the, you know, mm-hmm. but not everybody has those luxuries. Not everybody has that thing, you know? It's true. So there's a lot of people that devote their lives, you know, to other things or whatever, and, you know. Yeah. I feel bad for people that are working at places where they're exposed to this disease and they're getting nothing for it. So that's what sure. I said earlier. Like, if you're working at a grocery store and it's like you're getting shit money and you're being exposed to this, it's like we should do, as a country, we should do something for you. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like, hey, man, you had a student loan, we're taking care of it. Or like, hey, you want a good interest rate on a mortgage five years from now, we're doing it for you. Like, we got to do something for those people. Right, because if your job used to be stacking apples, now right. your job is you could die. Stacking apples. Stacking apples. There's got to like, be some way, to, because we're all depending on those supply chains and yeah. those things being open. Yeah. So if you're putting meat in the package, if you're yeah. at, at Bristol Farms, the store that I love, if you're doing whatever. Is that your spot? That's my spot. I love it there. It's just great. It's just, <laughs> it's it's for new money. It's for trash. It's not like Erwan, which is for healthy people. Bristol Farms <laughs> is for millionaires that want Apple Jacks. Mm. It's like, you know, it's like for, you know, yeah. TikTok people, rappers. I saw know. a lady in Erwan. She was dressed up like a hot beekeeper. Yeah, that's what Erwan's all like. about. Yeah, she was so protected. Yeah, with the goggles and the mask. Yeah, Bristol and- Farms is like absurd. It's like people pull up in Bentleys and get s'mores pie. They have s'mores <laughs> pie at Bristol Farm. It's like you got to be a real gutter <clears throat> trash, <throat> you know. But it's those people need some benefit. 
So that's what I mean when I say it's a failure yeah. of the government. It's not like it's not you can't pin it directly on Trump. Everyone pins everything directly on Trump. I don't think he's doing phenomenally, especially in communicating. He's doing what he does. Um, but I think the look at the system and you go, well, we just passed a two trillion dollar bailout. We're giving people twelve hundred dollars. That can't be the solution. Well, anything he does that's really good gets minimized when he does something stupid. Yeah, right. It's hard for people to give him like the because the post there's no good guys about his ratings. Yeah, yeah. the post yeah. about his ratings. Yeah. during that it's beat right. the bachelor. Like yeah, it's, if that's yeah. not trolling. If that's not trolling, then I it's don't know real. if it is trolling. I don't think it's trolling. But it's, you can't do you that can't do when that. people are falling down dead. It's crazy. You can't do it. It's so a anything problem. good that he does, like right. closing off traffic to China early, you know, yes. and, and, and and deciding yeah. that hey, listen, this travel to China is not smart. Back and forth, we have to stop that. And people are really upset at him. That gets diminished yeah. by a tweet like that. I think he wants people to like. I think he wants the media in Hollywood to like him. I think that's what his supporters don't understand. I think he actually is a creation Who of Hollywood. It? All these people that are like Hollywood, Trump's taking on Hollywood. It's like he's a creation of Hollywood. This is a guy that loved the Clintons up until he ran against them. Well, he was. I mean, what are the we talking host about? Of here? a Hollywood yeah. television show. Yeah. So it's just convenient that he became this crusader against the elites that he spent his entire life around. Well, he that was his these people point, to like though. Him. His point was, yeah. I know what they actually do, because I used to pay them. 100%. I mean, that was his point <laughs> that people bought into it. They're like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to fight on our behalf. I've just never believed that about any politician, because mm. I'm an adult. Well, I think it's complicated, like everything. Yeah. You know, it's, you almost but you need don't go to bed a guy night. like him sure you today did. to yeah. show yeah. that a guy like him can get through. Sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like to, to yes. understand the frailty of the system. Yes. The somebody fragility. has to exploit it. Yeah. You yeah. Know they 100%. hire those hackers to like test your your. Yeah. Your, if you can get through, or a guy, they give a guy a gun at the <laughs> airport mainframe. and go, "Can you get through?" Yeah. Right. But I mean, hackers. It's a famous thing that companies will do. They'll hire hackers to try to break into their software. Yeah. To find out as you know what are what are our vulnerabilities. Yeah. It's just this is a weird this is a weird thing to run a simulation. <laughs> This is a weird, during a pandemic, it might not be the idea to run a simulation with a guy and be like, hey, let's see. I don't think it's a simulation. No, I think I'm, it's I'm not, I'm this kidding. guy figured yeah. the exploit, but now we know the exploit. Look, having a popularity contest to see who controls the nukes is crazy. It's crazy. Especially because we're frivolous. Yeah. And what do we pay more attention to? The Kardashians. Who's right. <laughs> and they, and I got to be honest with you, they won't, like if Kim Kardashian would make a better president than a lot of people, a lot of people in Congress and that's how that's how crazy it's gotten. That's how crazy it's been. <laughs> that she's yeah. not the worst no, out there. She's not the worst. She's not the worst. She's not the worst. She's a businesswoman. Yeah. She's smart. She's working for prison reform. She's doing things. She, other, yeah. She goes she goes to Trump. Yeah. And helps people get out of jail that are unjustly imprisoned. That's and great. She has for many many people right now. That's pretty I think cool. It's like more than eighteen people have been released because of Kim Kardashian. I think it's crazy. Kim, I'll go with you. If you want to go to the White House, I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll tag I along. See, I want to see you with a MAGA hat on. I will go there. Will you I wear mean, a listen, MAGA I, hat? I, 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 yeah, I'll wear any hat. Do you think that would ruin your Hollywood career? I don't think if I have a Hollywood. A if I if, if if I have a Hollywood career, <laughs> someone let me know. Someone email me or call if I have a Hollywood career. Um, you don't want one. Yeah, my career's in my in my apartment. That's better. I mean, that's the reality. My career's a microphone. I get to see what I want. Yeah, I would like a high. I mean, I, I'd li I'd like to be an extra and curb your enthusiasm or something. I could do something very funny on a show like that. You, I, I guess Larry David had a show where he wore a MAGA hat so yeah. people wouldn't talk to him. Yeah, people were <laughs> <laughs> that's a great episode. But that's like one of the few. Th that's one of the really Ugh. funny, great shows out there. Oh, it's a brilliant show. But there's only a few of those that are really that good, and there's a lot of garbage. But like, who is who is like a, a Trump 
fan, a, an open Trump fan that's popular, um, other than Kanye? Well, there's got a lot of guys sports, right? Guys like Tom Brady and stuff. Yes, Tom Brady. They, but, all, they I mean, all catch shit for As far it, right? as Hollywood, it's Clint Eastwood. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would imagine. I mean, I yeah. I think he's said things. Yeah, I don't know. But well, he's, he's, a Repu- he's known for being a Republican. Yeah. Um, Remember when Clint had that thing where he pretended yeah. that Obama was sitting next to him and he had a conversation with him? Yeah, yeah. Like it was a chair, right? He was talking yeah. to an empty chair. What? The I think a lot fuck? of studio. There's probably a lot of. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> Imagine if you did that. And like, yeah. I said, hey, Tim, what'd you do they last night? They put me in a hospital. Well, I went to the uh, Republican convention <laughs> and they, they yeah. had me stand at a podium and I just pretended that Obama was sitting yeah, next to me. to a chair. And I, uh, had a con- I just well, had someone's got it, but nobody has the balls to go up to Clint Eastwood and go, let's not do this. Yeah, what are you let's doing? Get, let's not do this, Clint. But w- what kind of a ridiculous. Ridiculous proposition is that to pre- pretend to have a conversation with someone, yeah. and then you you make up their answers. Just like it was you... the same reason that Gal Gadot and all those people were like, "Let's sing Imagine," and no <laughs> one said, "Guys, this is the worst idea ever." <laughs> I think Republican operatives put them up to that. <laughs> I, 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 if I was a Republican operative, I call Gal Gadot and I'm like, "Why don't you get a bunch of people to sing Imagine?" Just and, walk by her. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need Just right get now. it in their head. There's a lot of celebrities now, like, you can see how out of touch some of them are because they're quarantining in mansions, and they're like, just use this time to breathe. Just be. Just be and just be okay with the silence. Cook. Nourish yourself. I'm like, people are jumping out of windows. Nobody has any fucking money, you psychopaths. Just take this time to do yoga, to breathe. The earth is repairing itself. I love those people, the environmentalists who are like, the earth is repaired. The air in Los Angeles is so clear. I'm like, you're going to clearly see stabbings very soon. Lex Friedman uh, put out uh, an Instagram post a few days ago explaining how many different viruses are currently in contention right now in a world war that is, that is happening. <laughs> I love that you're looking for more mammals. terrifying news. But he was just saying, like, this is there's wars going on. Yeah, here it is. Look at this. Look at this tweet. There are thirty three. Oh, excuse me, three hundred twenty thousand plus distinct viruses in mammals and a hundred million plus invertebrates invertebrates and plants there's an epic microscopic world war going on all around us and inside us nature is beautiful and horrifying sorsa anthony et al viral diversity in mammals as on in uh, lex friedman l-e-x-f-r-i-d-m-a-n lex friedman his uh instagram lex who's uh been on the podcast a bunch of times. He's a genius, and uh, he's uh, oddly fascinated. How old is that by, guy? Uh, he's like a young Lex. guy, he's right? Young. He's in his thirties, and he's like, yeah, he's like, it's fucking genius. Son. How depressing! <laughs> Stop with spending time with viruses. <laughs> Enough. But we need to know. This is what it is. Do we? Like, you know, we, we thought we were okay. Yeah. I think. I mean, we're gonna come out of this. With a better understanding of the landscape, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's that's the only good that I see. Out but of we this. need to be silly and fun and stupid, and people yes. need to not every day look at models. Everyone's like the new model says the old model. It's like, yeah. dude, unless it's a real, like, a, a, like it's something that we need to do to stay safe. You don't inundate yourself with coverage there's unless also, it's my podcast. There's a reality of any time there's a disaster. Yeah, is that some people can't keep the shit together, right? And you you find it. During disasters, and one yeah. thing that you do find is that there's going to be people that make too much noise, what, meaning they they complain too much and they're freaking out too much, and they make the experience bad for other people. Right, and that that's always been a problem with human beings. Yeah, it's just 
We had the world set up so easy that they were never tested before. Now virtually everyone on the planet is tested with a new form of, of adversity and a new thing that induces anxiety. Right. So these are new things. Yeah. And we're expecting people that are kind of weak to handle new things. And when I mean weak, I'm, I'm weak, I mean psychologically weak. There's certain yeah. people that they, they're, they're prone to indulgence. They yeah. want too much attention for their sorrow and their anxiety. They complain too much. They're of annoying to people. And they exist. Well, they yeah. ha they those people are another thing that we have to consider. Yeah. That they are, they're dealing with an unprecedented amount of stress. And, and we're gonna, expecting yeah. them to handle it. And it's, yeah. But I think I think it's like people like uh, our job is to kind of if we can make this funny. Yeah. If we can if we can show that you know it is dark, but I make fun of dark stuff, so that's cool. That's fine. You know, for me, I I just think the challenge here is to just go keep being funny. Be yes. funny throughout. And yeah. then when you're able to get back on stage and be funny, you'll be okay. Have fun. Yeah. You'll be okay. Is, but if but you if you curl up in a ball or you just, you know, give in to the temptation to be all doom and gloom, I'm I'm doom gloom plus funny. You could be doom gloom and funny. I don't think we necessarily have to be doom gloom. We gotta be realistic. Even it, but yeah. even as shit stands right now yeah. with this disease going right. on, it's still the best time to live yeah. human beings have ever experienced. Well, until next month with the Great Depression. But you son of a bitch. It's coming. But listen. What do you think? <laughs> you just told me to buy a gun an hour ago. Like it's the best time you to live. You definitely should have more than one. Yeah, I should you have should more have than a couple one. guns. Okay, it's a good point. Yeah, and boxes of bullets. Yeah. But it is a you know. It's a good time to live, but you need, you know, you need weaponry. I, I read about a house party in Bakersfield. They if you rob party. my apartment, you hear about this? Yeah. People got together. They had a house party in Bakersfield, and uh, someone fired off 94 shots and shot six people. Imagine 94 shell casings they found. See, see if you can find the, the story. These are the type of people that are going to break quarantine. And these oh, are human yeah. beings. We Look, but overall... You have to be impressed with the compliance. Yeah, everybody's, basi everybody's basically doing the same thing. We're just well, staying at home and going to the grocery store and staying at home. But then also people are becoming rats. People are calling the cops. on like, there's people that are calling the cops on like kids walking too close together and shit. It's like, I don't, I don't like when people become rats. Well, Garcetti people start informing on rewards. each other. Yeah, I don't like that. Did you see that? Yeah, I don't like that. They're offering rewards. I, I think that's a whole other bigger problem. Are your neighbors hugging? Yeah, yeah, Turn dude. Them in. Dude, I don't like how humanity so easily snaps into like, yeah. like you know, just informing on people. I don't, right. I don't love that. I think that's something in us that I, I hate. I'm real nervous that we're going to have to have the antibodies in us in order to be able to go places. Well, that's not going to work because I don't think a huge percentage of us have had this virus. No, I don't think it's going to be yeah. like that. I think they're going to either have a vaccine or have uh, some sort of antibody that they can give you. Oh, you know. Oh, so you're going to need that plasma transfusion thing? Or yes, that, yeah, exactly. I'm not worried. I think I beat it. I think I had it. I think we're going to find out, bro. System, you keep saying this. Well, I just feel like a goof I'm, in 23 minutes. I'm confident because <laughs> what if I had it? Okay, I'm, I'm going to go congratulations. What if I beat it? That's wild. Well, uh, a few of my friends have beat it. Like I said, Michael yeah. Yo, uh, my friend Sturgill Simpson, he's got it right now. Yeah. His wife doesn't have it. His kids don't have it. And he got it in Europe weeks ago. Weird. It's strange, man. It's weird, man. It's weird. I'm very excited to find out. I hope I, I, I hope there's, if, it's, if I do have them, I want it to be like a ceremonial. Imagine a strange uh, virus like that, though, that 
gets into some people and does nothing and other people devastates them and devastates mostly older people but occasionally young occasionally really well you know people. what it is dude if you were to design a bioweapon like you know a psychological weapon this is psychological this i don't think it's an effective bioweapon in the sense that it doesn't kill enough people but it well, is not only that it kills everybody but it's it, like it's going to kill you too it's going to kill your family but it's a very effective psychological weapon because you don't know who it's going to kill well, you could say terrifying, that, but you could also say like, what if you knew that it was coming, so you protected yourself and your loved ones with some medicine that only you knew, and then you release this shit and you watch it wreak havoc, and then when the stock market crashes, you start buying up stocks. Yeah, and you just start yeah, speculating. Yeah. Well, it's just again, it's very, it's it's it comes on the heels in China of some massive protests. Yeah, all not only in China but all around the world. Do you imagine if one day we find out that they released an artificially created virus to cause a world pandemic so they can get out of some political shit? That'd be great. You imagine I mean, not great, but it would be amazing. Imagine if there was a nation that was that evil that really. I'm not saying they did. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Saying I think it would be almost that, bigger than I'm a saying, nation. Imagine how crazy that would be if something like that did yeah, exist. Yeah, could happen, and I think it would be bigger than a nation. It would probably be some of the most powerful people ever. I mean, I think that would be bigger than one nation. That Maybe. might be a lot of different people going. Listen, man, we just gotta. Look, if you were China and you, you were evil, I'm not yeah. saying China's evil, but if right. you were, let's just say we're in a movie. Let's not even yeah. call it China. Let's call it the Dark Land. And they, and they <laughs> Trump is going to start calling it the Dark Land very soon. <laughs> and they decided, they decided to release a virus yeah. that kills a, a, a gigantic chunk of the population, causes everyone to stay home, causes the market to collapse, and then dive in and start buying up giant companies. Yeah chunks of the the businesses it's, control these businesses it's crazy it could absolutely happen and 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 we wouldn't know and you wouldn't be able to prove it and it would take a while to find out even though china is now suppressing research into the origins of the virus which is not a good sign and that doctor disappeared <clears throat> dude none of these things are good none of these are good but I'm not worried. You should be terrified. Why are you not worried? Because you got to be a fatalist at a certain point. You got to go. If I'm if I'm if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Wow. That's what it is. You got to be a fatalist at a certain point. You sound like a cowboy. Yeah, I'm very zen. <laughs> you just got. If you're gonna go, you're gonna go. You know. When you know it's great. One of my friends was on a on a, on a flight. And uh, was about to, uh, he was sitting next to somebody, a funny guy, a comedian, Dan St. Germain, and he was sitting there, and he was working, and there was a, he was working on like a show, and there's a producer behind him, and he's, he's sitting there, and the plane's really rocky, it's getting really bad, and it's, it's stormy, and he goes, you know, whatever happens, I had a good life, and the, the woman behind the producer goes, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> great! Oh, oh my great. God. No, you haven't. She goes, no, you haven't. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know how many people work with someone they hate? How many people work with someone that they I mean, think is really of, fucking annoying and they just can't? Of, they a just lot can't. of people. It's a lot of people. There's no choice. You got to do it. You got to show up. Now you work with somebody you hate and they're coughing. Imagine oh. that. Now your coworker's coughing. Oh my god. And you're like, you're like, I think Cynthia's got the bug. <clears throat> that dry cough, dude. It's Imagine got to be terrifying. To hear that next to you, you're working and all you hear is, ah, that's got to be crazy. You'd be so angry. 
Why be didn't mad. she get more sleep? Yeah. Why didn't she take vitamin C? Yeah, no one's thinking like that, but they're all... <laughs> <laughs> I love how he thinks everyone's like so healthy. Why didn't you wash your hands? Well, yeah, why didn't she go to the sauna? No, everyone's like, why fuck that bitch. I'm hands? glad she's dead. Oh. I'm getting out of here before I start coughing. Mm. You know, it's a tough... It's it's tough. The idea that you could take a bunch of people, like in a workplace, 20 people, and you just make them become friends... Because they have to work together every day. If you're in an office of 20 people and you yeah. see the same people every day, yeah. they, they have to be your friends. Well, that's what like all those elite fraternities like Skull and Bones and shit, the challenge of them is you take 20 people you think are going to be leaders and they don't know each other at all mm -hmm. and you force them to have this lifelong bond. How do you do that? You do it by like making them do embarrassing shit in front of each other. That's the whole thing of like why those institutions exist, like Harvard and Yale, all those places that are just take very successful people that have you know potential to be future leaders and be influential people and like mold them together and force them to create very close bonds. That's what all those secret societies and fraternities, that's what all that stuff's about. So it's very mm. interesting. That's what elite power circles have done forever. That's the whole point of any of those things is to just create bonds between people that have no idea that each other existed before they wake up next to each other in coffins or whatever. Well, it's the, a ritual. Thing that, the thing that people are always talking about when it comes to uh, conspiracy theories yeah. about depopulation of the planet, yeah, it's always like the elites are going to depopulate the planet and they're going to kill you know 50% of the population and then they're going to take over and control things. And it sounds ridiculous, right? right? It sounds ridiculous until but, they have the robots. But if you, no, or you have a virus, right? Because they don't have the robots yet. They still need us to pick berries and shit. When they have the robots, all bets are off. Yeah. Once AI advances to that level, once you see the self-driving cars and all that stuff, once you walk into a bank and a robot's like, "Hello, Mr. Rogan," then you're like, "Oh yeah, we're we're going soon." They're gonna start gonna stuffing get, bats and chickens and get to yeah. that. Yeah, I think we might not get to that. No, I think if this if this symbolizes the the new normal, and then this is this is like where we're gonna realize that these things are around us, and there are hundreds and millions of them, and they're they're constantly yeah. morphing and evolving. But then you just live in becomes, terror. Yeah, but maybe that's just what the future is. Maybe we live like mice. You know, I mean, terror, that, that's not even a life, though. Terror. But, but that's not live. a life. There's a lot of rats. That's the, not a life. Did you see that thing that I sent you about rats in New York? <laughs> yeah, I woke up to it. I woke up. He texted me like he texted me. There are rat wars in New York. I looked outside. It was beautiful. I'm like, fuck New York. Fuck those people. Fuck those comedy purists over there in New York. Now they're living in a in a, in a post-apocalyptic hellscape where rats are, they are comedy fighting purists? each other. Well, they 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 you know when I say go do this guy's podcast, they go I wouldn't do a YouTuber's podcast. I'm like you're an idiot. Some of those people are stupid. Oh, so they yeah. think they just want to do stand-up. Yeah, 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 those people. So I'm like, you know, not all of them. Listen, the funniest people in the world, you know, were from the East Coast. Um, are from the East Coast. But, you know, sometimes you can be a little, uh, you can be a little short-sighted. Well, I think there, in, there's some, the thing about podcasts is there's so many of them. So you, you go, well, what is a podcast? Is it like this really horrible one that I don't want to listen to? Or is it like, you know, uh, fucking some really interesting, well-produced wandry show? Right. Like, what is it? What, what is it? What is a podcast? How is, yeah. it, how is it what I do yeah. and also what Dan Carlin does? It's, how yeah. the fuck are those the same thing? They're no, not really. They're not. But it, what's but it, interesting is, like, it's just the—you've always made this point about comedy. You've said comedy is so many different things, yeah. right? That's why you have the net and then you have whatever else. Like, you have Sam the full— Yeah, you have the full spectrum <laughs> of—they look similar, but you yeah, have the full they, spectrum— they wear the same clothes. Very much so. Um, 
so that's the whole thing. So I think with podcasting, it's just an, it's not even a thing. It's just like it's just a, a platform. It's a technology. Yeah. That allows everybody to do whatever they want. Yeah, it's a, it's like having an Instagram page. Like my yeah. Instagram page is very different than Delia's, which is very right. different than Kyle Absolutely. Dunnigan's. Yeah. It's like everybody's got a different thing that they're doing with it. And what a podcast allows you to do, it allows you to do like a show or a thing without having anybody else tell you what to do. Right. That's exactly it. And it which allows is why, you to like you think about what you're doing. Yeah. Who the fuck would ever tell you that's a good thing to do? No one would ever tell me anything I've done is a good thing to do my whole life. No one would have ever looked at anything I've said and said, "No, do that." That's a great investment that house. Especially like a podcast though, right? Like what do you want to do? You just do you plan this out? Yeah, just no, I just shit? rant. I just go. I just go about things I care about. They go, get out of here. <laughs> they go, get out of here. That's psychotic people. I can't people bring this that. to the producers. Yeah, they're like, this is not going to work. This is what people in mental institutions do. You think I'm going to bring that to network? Yeah. That's your idea. Right. How are you going to talk? How are we going to sell that to Quibi? <laughs> that thing's about to go bye-bye-bye. Well, listen, it's a, it's, a, it's a mobile streaming app that they launched during a pandemic when most people are like <laughs> watching TV on their couch going, yeah, I'm not commuting anymore. It's a good time for some things, though. Yeah, right? Not that thing. It, but what if, <laughs> what if it's not got a thing. big audience right out of the gate with some high-profile guests? Yeah, I'm sure the 30 million unemployed people are going to be there tomorrow <laughs> keep buying it. They're, 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 they're in a little bit of trouble. And I don't have the facts to back that up, but I would, I, and I don't have the stocks, certs. But I'm telling you right now, if I were them, I'd start preparing alternate strategies. <laughs> What's an alternate strategy? You know, it's backed by big people. Big, you know, Meg Whitman, who ran eBay, and Jeffrey Katzenberg, they who ran DreamWorks. on the podcast. They're, and they're brilliant people, and I love them. They're <laughs> friends of mine. I hang out at their house. I'm best friends with both of them. Really? But when I watched the Quibi launch thing, yeah, we hang, out, we hang out all the time. When I watched the Quibi launch thing, they spent a lot of that thing talking about how... The movie looks different if you hold it like this and you hold it like that because it the picture switches when you go like this and like that. And I'm like, if that's 50% of the reason I need to have your thing, we're in deep trouble. <laughs> deep, deep trouble. I mean, it's just, you know, edit that all out. The point is... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like... You, you know, it would have been a great idea in a world where everybody's maybe commuting all the time. This world, even when we come back, dude, a lot of people are going to be staying at home. A lot of companies are going to go, you're not essential. We don't need you in the office. Yes. You can stay home. No, I think for sure. Meetings are happening now. But isn't it yeah. weird that it's like really good for some things like Netflix? Great. Great, great for, for that. It's great for that. Great for podcasts. Great for podcasts. Great for what else? What else is great? Terrible for sports. Terrible they take for the sports. Worst hit of anybody. Yeah, terrible for sports. Terrible for live entertainment. Terrible for anything that you know, festivals and concerts and things like that. Yeah. You know, live events. You know, live podcast. Kill Tony is the biggest live podcast in the world. Can't do it. It's hard for that. Things yeah. like that. But what it is good for is for streaming services, for content, for online podcasts, things like that. You know, probably for, you know, uh, for, you know, these these networks and apps that allow you to communicate with a lot of people at once, like things like Zoom, you know, these things yeah. are these things are going to be big, probably too big for Zoom. Right. Yeah. That was the problem. Like, yeah. And then, you know, there's probably going to be some some things that go by the wayside because of this. Yeah. Right? Like this might kill movie theaters. This is good. Well, I read an article about AMC that said that they're they, they may not reopen. They've they've been downgraded from like bad to like fucked. Yeah, I read so, that too. Yeah, so they're in trouble. But it's also 
a lot of people would like to just be able to get the movies at home. Yeah, no one cares. And the way they're doing it with Apple, it's kind of forced their hand. So Apple's got like on iMovie or i what is it? iHome, iTV? Some people, but they're living in a horror show. So when they try to watch a movie, it's like someone's giving birth in the next room. So the problem is some people go to the movie theater as an escape. Right. So the reality is, depending yeah. on how much, you know, it's like you're sitting on the couch, your grandmother's dying of corona, you're like, I'm trying to watch a film here, and right. this bitch is <laughs> hacking her lung up in my house. So some people need those things. Yeah. Yeah, for There'll sure. be movies. I think something will come back, dude. Or some, it'll be some hipster bullshit thing that they'll, it'll go away for a few years and they'll bring it back. Like, remember this? Well, those are the cool yeah. ones. When you go to a town, they yeah. have like a local movie theater. With the real butter on the popcorn and shit. I was in Bozeman, yeah. Montana, and we saw Back <laughs> to the Future. Oh, that's great. They had Back to the Future in the movie theater. So I was like, this is amazing. And it's like one of those. But the seats suck, right? No, they were good. Okay. Drive-ins could come back. People have been like postulating oh, that. Oh, good the call. Away, comes back. Good call. A lot back. of hand jobs. Not 1950s, <laughs> 1950s drive-in. How many people got jerked off at a drive-in? A that's lot. a number that's like almost uncountable. It's crazy. Like 80% of the people were getting jerked off. At drive-ins. <laughs> if they, wild. If they saw a movie there, they got jerked off 80% of the time. That's so funny. It's so funny now how violent movies are, getting jerked off to just a violent film, you know? <laughs> just a horrific. Once upon a time Just 12 in years a slave and you're getting oh jerked off. It's like, God, this is rough. <clears throat> got to do what you got to do. That's, that's, that's the, the way it is. Just got to do it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious how this is going to go down. I, I think, think you made probably... a good point. It makes me think about health differently and the necessity of like really trying to turn, you know, take care of myself better because yeah. you want to be able to fight these things off. Think about it like the three little pigs. You don't want a house well, made thank, of straw. Thank you very much. You don't want a house made of sticks. You want a house made of bricks. That's because a good you point. Is that the, I've never read that. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, the three okay. little pigs. The wolf blows the house down. Yeah. Okay. Up, now blow now your I house down. Okay. So what it is is the idea: protect yourself from a wolf, bitch. Make a real fucking house. But if I have those antibodies, it means that I got bricks. Maybe. And that's crazy. Maybe it comes back. We that's, don't know what this yeah. fucking thing is. We don't know. We don't even that's, know if it's real. It's probably I, not real. That's uh, 5G. <laughs> yeah, they're burning 5G, 5G towers. These fucking morons. What is 5G? I don't even know what 5G is. It's I gotta a higher-speed internet. It's a, it's, it's a new bandwidth. You it's don't a, think there could be some issues with that? Uh, there could be. Right. But it's a new thing. So when the when you have like video files that you right. have to download, they download like... Yeah. Like I'm flying in, man. I just know that everybody, everything's like, everything is one conspiracy now. Everything's yeah. like, it's, a, it's, it's uh, Knights Templar and 5G. And I'm like, guys, My phone wait is a 5G. I never used it once. I have a Galaxy Note that yeah. has 5G. It's, I've never gotten I have Sprint. I don't once. even have any of the Gs. I have like, mm. the, it's the most embarrassing service. Sprint uh. is for people who have no control over their own life. Is that true? It's a bad service. It's not good. Verizon and AT&T are for legit people. AT&T sketchy. Yeah, it's but not it, for people who like to talk on the phone. The good thing about yeah. AT&T is you can pretend your signal sucks. You can be oh, like, I'm on AT&T, sorry. Be like, I gotta go, yeah. Verizon seems to be able to hold more Verizon's calls. the one that everyone has. But the fact that there's dead spots anywhere in 2020, fuck you. Yeah. In China, you could be on the top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere and you get five bars. Those motherfuckers are wired. I know, but 21 million people lost those cell phones on the mountain. I know. They lost those phones. Goodbye. Well, tell them what it is. It's well, 21 million cell phone subscribers are, are just- That are no longer online. Yeah. So that means, and cell phones are a way to track people in China, so the government loves people having them. Yeah. So the idea that 21 million disappeared might suggest that you know, the death toll is higher. 
Or the other option Maybe was not. they were saying what it also could be would be that a lot of people had two lines. And then when the pandemic hit, they'd lost the ability to hold two lines. Yeah. And they didn't have oh, the money for it anymore, so they canceled one it of the lines. It also feels like there's a group of people that are trying to push the war with China narrative. You start mm -hmm. to feel that. You start oh, right, to feel right, people right. are like, hey, maybe let's, hey, let's, they're the enemy. Let's fight them. And it's like, they probably are the enemy, but do we need a war now? Right. Of course, we don't of need this? a war, but we don't need oh, really? a war with China. A war we don't with need China a war is, with China. That's a real. Right now. That's a real war. Yeah, let's just take a break. Yeah, a war with China is not like a war with Afghanistan. No, or, that's, no a that's a serious a real war. war. Yeah, we don't need that with an army that's huge and super powerful and has yeah. nuclear weapons and just let's just pretend they did light those people on fire that were sick. Hey, if they did, everybody imagine makes what mistakes. they'll do to you. Everybody makes mistakes. Imagine what they'll do to you if they if, eat dogs. If I was in a closed-door meeting and they said, we torched 20 million of our people, I'd go, hey, no. this is you know, this is the way you do it. Do you really want to fuck with people who eat bats? No. I don't think you do. No. I think, I think you're, you're dealing with a billion let's of them, too. Let's just let them do their thing. Let's do our thing. We don't need a war. I don't need to go there and eat a bat. Well, it's also they're they're already they're imprisoned by their government. It's such a we're not yeah. against Chinese people. No. No one is. And I'm not even I'm not even saying I'm against the Chinese government. I'm saying that the Chinese government is for sure a dictatorship. They're an authoritarian government. And, but yeah, we don't want to tell slide. people we can, what to we, do. we can slide in that direction in America. I'm just saying what it yeah. is. It is what it is. It, that's, that's what and it I is. I think the worry is that people call that out, which is true, but they also should realize we can slide there yes. here. Yeah. This is my point has always yeah. been that we're human beings just like them, and they are doing it that way, where yeah. they have a dictatorship that tells them what to do in 2020. There's no difference between them and us. It's just they're in a different part of the world. Right. But that could be us. Could be us. Got to be careful. Yeah. We got to be real careful. Got to be careful, up man. Our rights. Especially right now. Because those rights, they slip away, they chip away on them. And then you and never get them back. Them. Right. And, you know, Michael Shermer and I were having the conversation about talk, being able to talk to people that you don't agree with and how important that is. Yeah. You know, he wrote a book about giving the devil his due, like being right. able to talk to people that you disagree with. Well, that's, this is, all this is what, this all relates to this kind of, this, this thing that's going on here. You gotta, ha like, there's gotta be open discourse. Right. They can't shut down Absolutely. where you go. No. They can't shut down what you do. You have to have freedom. Because if yes. you don't have freedom, then you can tell me what to do for some strange reason. You right. could be a person that decides to tell me what to do. Well, well, I don't yeah. want that. That's why we started this country in the first place. Like, if well, we're going to well, yeah. slide towards safety so hard. That's why you got to deal with people's opinions online that you don't like because exactly. they have the right to express them. That's yeah. why I've always been like, people say things all the time and I'm like, I think that's abhorrent. Mm -hmm. But they should have the right to post it on, you know, my aunt should have the right to use her Facebook page. You know? Why not? Even though I think she should be in jail. I mean, the problem she is also that people don't want people being influenced by people that are full of shit, right? Like right. preachers or televangelists Hucksters. or some hucksters. Yeah. They don't want, but I'm not getting influenced by them and you're not either. No. So it doesn't work on people that are paying attention. So we're going to protect people that don't pay attention. And then the hucksters. Are we are the, doing that? Or yeah. are we, if, if we're not protecting yeah. young people. Okay. If we're protecting young people, how young? When I was right. 21, you couldn't have caught me with that stupid shit. But here's the other thing. Those hucksters and preachers will just get better. So you can box them out. They'll just evolve, and their messages will get, you know, they'll figure out a way. The people that are going to get duped, they're going to get duped. They're going to get duped. They're going to get fucked. That's part of the problem. I was always going to buy that house because I'm an idiot. Well, you, know, you were young, too. I was young, and it was fun. But isn't that a part of what we need to see around us, too? Yes. You need to see failure. You need to, you cannot, 
you can't, as you've said, and like nerf the world. You can't make it can't. safe for everybody. People got to deal with things yeah. and learn how to deal with them. But get armor, get immunity, and the quarantine. Send us back out today. Gavin Ready Newsom, to go? send go? us out right now. I got antibodies. I don't care. We're going to find out in well, three minutes. <laughs> three minutes. We're going to find Does out. Does he come here or do yeah, we have to go yeah. somewhere? No, he's here already. This is great. So he's just sitting out there with a needle. Yeah, they're ready. They're sharpening up their needles and getting out the alcohol pads. Wow. Yeah. This is, this is wild. Going to find out what's up. I'm excited. I, I hope you I don't have shit. I bet I don't I bet either. you never even got a cold. I bet I don't. They're going to test you for being a pussy. Look, it's green light. I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we wrap it up? Yes, thank you, Tim Dillon. I always appreciate a pleasure, it. Bro. Thank you Very so fun. much. Always um, fun. Tell everybody your podcast, the Tim Dillon Show. Uh, it's a fact-free zone. Come there. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tim J Dillon on D I L L O N on Instagram and Twitter. It's a lot of fun over Woo! there. Thank you, and, folks. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Thanks. everybody. Thanks, Bye. guys. Fun. That was fun. Great, man. I hope I get fucking this clean bill of health. I know I'm not. You know what?